0: guys welcome back to adventure fit radio you are listening to doc happy whatever day it is that this is getting released i'm not sure it'll be a monday or thursday i uh, can't think off the top of my head happy 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 day so um anyway guys this show that we have for you today is a show with andrew hewison so andrew hewison is a great friend of the show um He's actually in uh, wealth creation, so Hewison Private Wealth. He's the managing director, uh, family-owned company, very, very large company, investment firm. Um, and this was a show that, although Hughie's a great friend of mine, and we can talk about anything, I wasn't really sure what we were going to talk about or how it was going to how it was going to play out. So uh, Tommy set this one up. He said to me, "We're getting Huey on the show." I said, "Great." Cool. What are we going to talk about? I was a little apprehensive about um, the content. Didn't know where it was going to go, and uh, this was one of my favorite shows. One of my absolute favorite shows. It was a long show, but it was a great show. So we talk about investing. We talk about um, culture, society. We talk about. Well, um, we talk about it. we talk about everything. Um, it's a ripper. Have a listen to this, and you you will love the man, Huey himself. So uh, also, guys check out uh, check out our sponsors our sponsors are Audible head to audibletrial.com forward slash advf radio, and you'll get a free audiobook and 30 day trial with Audible if you're not on Audible you are a fool um, also head to Quash quashcreative quashcreative.com use the code radio when you speak to the guys and they'll give you a free SEO report or a report on your current existing brand they're the guys that made our awesome intro to this podcast and, uh, and awesome for all creative exploits also, head to adventurefittravel.com, guys. Check out what we're doing there. I am the CEO. I am the founder. I am uh, the man behind AdventureFit, and I am very, very, very proud and very pleased with uh, with my our product. I should say our because it's not just me. Um, don't hog all the glory. So, um, Guys, we've got Greece coming up. We've got Hawaii coming up. We've got the we got Bali coming up we got Australia we got Kokoda we got New Zealand we have Iceland by this time this is out Iceland maybe maybe we'll have a spot or two left on the second trip um, so we've also got an epic offering for gyms so if you want to get a package together for your gyms we have a, a, a an awesome offer that we give to gym owners out there um, it allows them to give money back to their gym for equipment so they get a they get a crew together. We give them big money back to uh, to upgrade their gym. The gym owners travel for free. It's a it's a win win for everybody. It, you'll stand out in your community. It'll uh, you'll get retention for your members. It's just something fucking fun and awesome to do for your gym. So uh, we got about twenty gyms all around the world that we're um, currently setting this up with. So if you want to learn more, email me directly doc at adventure at com. Anyone else that's listening that's uh, obviously not a gym owner, uh, just wants to check out. Adventure for travel head to AdventureFitTravel.com and you'll find it all there. Anyway, guys, here's Andrew Hewson and here's the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face.
1: And that's it. Yo. Discovery, roger. Go for deploy.
0: Where did we come? be alone in the universe, what is the future of the human race, come with me if you want to live, I did, giggity
2: that girl, giggity giggity, giggity giggity,
0: a high powered
1: mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production, too weird to live, too rare to die.
2: Looks like we are back We certainly are back We yeah. are back for king <laughs> No, I didn't know what I
3: was going
0: there. We're We're back forking Yeah, we're back forking. We're, we're, we're forking back, we're back we're, forking Yeah, we're forking each other's backs
3: <laughs> uh, I, I, might, I might take some time to really get up with you guys Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, You're, you're on, right. your wave, on your way,
0: on your way You'll probably never make it <laughs> this, is, this is we're nine how, months ten, uh, how, of, uh, nine months? Nine months of forking mate. each other's backs <laughs> How long have we got? Yeah. Uh, Alright, so... Um, <laughs> well, we've got our uh, great friend Hughie on the show today, Andrew mm-hmm. Hewson, And uh we're just going to have a chat. Tommy wants to probe him about some uh building some wealth Not and, literally. Uh, and and some uh building his future and uh before we throw over to Hughie and welcome him Ooh, properly, yes. we are uh we are going to do what we normally do. I'm going to try and get myself in a better position for this one. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do what we normally do. Make sure the know what you're doing before you say things like that. And uh I'm just uh just undoing Tommy's pants so yeah. I can I'm bl- uh, I'm blushing. Yeah, so, uh, you getting here, ready for it? So here we go. Do you know what,
2: Tommy tribute Tommy before, uh, before we get into it, um, Rob, I made Rob Whittaker blush and simultaneously want to hit me in the face at the same time. I've never seen Mitch Cinnamon look l- more uncomfortable than when I sang him a song. So you've got big shoes to fill, mate. All right. <laughs> we'll see how I go. Now take your pants off. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So this is uh, a cover of Jeremy's uh, Pearl Jam's. Jeremy- What are you doing? Pearl Jams, Jeremy. I'm going to get into this one real big. Here we go. (laughs) 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 At home on my laptop. Wonder what to sing, nothing came to mind But then I remembered, Andrew is a man You can never beat that Oh, I fucked that up, I'll go from here Andrew is a man You can trust that He never kicks up a fuss I've literally fucked this song up Cause Huey's on the show I genuinely think I could be turning gay <laughs> 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 Huey's on the show I gay okay. Oh my god uh, all right. This is intriguing <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God, that's funny shit that's ever happened. All right, I Welcome made you, my- you blush, <laughs> you did. Oh, I lost my line, and then I couldn't fucking. I, oh, that's Man, the cool. only thing
0: I actually heard you say is, "You're his uncle, no, 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 and I'm turning gay."
3: <laughs> can I read the lyrics just so Please. I know? I know right. what you were gonna say.
2: read it out, good. out loud. I'm gonna, loud. gonna go acapella on this just because I uh, I need to do that song justice. <clears throat> <clears throat> Andrew is a man <laughs> You can trust He never kicks up a fuss <laughs> He'll never beat around the bush Oh, in saying that You should beat off to him <laughs> <laughs>
0: King, I that King
2: Huey the Wicked <laughs> He rules my world Cause is on the show <laughs> I think I'm turning gay <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome. <laughs> it's way funny okay. when I actually yeah,
3: understand. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, good chat, um, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: that'll do, wouldn't it? Yeah. think yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll, uh, we'll see you later. All
3: right. Thanks, guys.
0: Yeah. Welcome, welcome aboard. Welcome to the show, Huey. Good to see you, man. Haven't seen you in a long it's time. It's been a long time, hasn't it? So um, why don't you tell us who you are, Huey? What do you actually do? I don't even really know, man. And one weird thing <laughs> about yourself. One weird thing about yourself.
3: Was that on the Was that on the the roll of questions that I was I, I was told to answer before I came on? Because I didn't pay any attention to that. <laughs> yeah, at all. No. I got down to the bit where it said three people to dinner, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not answering yeah. these yeah. questions. All
1: it's, right, it's It'll getting be short weird. Well, I had another suggestion. I had another suggestion for you. Yeah,
2: you, no,
3: you did. That was that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, good. Oh, um, <laughs> well, who am I? Uh well.
0: What are you doing here, Huey?
3: Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> Tommy. Tommy. Well, actually, I bat you, Tommy for a while. Like, you didn't have me on. Yeah. You had my wife on. I mean, really, let's just talk about Joe. Because your they...
0: wife was one of the uh, one of the most downloaded shows. One you of the favorite shows for me, Tommy. Sure. Yeah. big shoes to fill, my no. friend. Leaky, uh, leaky butt syndrome on, yeah. the, old, uh, on the couch back in the day. The old um, yeah, Joe was great. Yeah. She was we're trying to get her back yeah. on. She's um... heavily pregnant these days.
3: Yeah, no, no. I mean, she is. She's <laughs> she's the best thing that ever come into my life. That's mm. for sure. Mm. That's uh, about. Gee, six years ago now, walked into the gym and the light shone. I can down. Tell that story. Just walked into the gym yeah, and it was like a- it was like a bunch of a bunch of male dogs on heat, just looking to mark yeah. their territory. And I was just the first one to break yeah. away from the pack. First, first
0: one in the dick out. Get across oh. to.
3: Of course, we're all you know comp squad group one, yeah. comp squad group one, just on our side, just pumping the chest. And she oh, sort exactly. of strolled, sort of strolled into. Into group two, and I was like, "No, I'm, I'm on, I'm on this.
1: Yeah. I got, I got this one. Yeah. Yeah. Stand back, boys. Yeah. Yeah. the Andrew, I mean uh, Andrew. I'm I, had, I'm I had <laughs>
3: access to cheap, cheap New Balance shoes at the time, and Bench came up to me. He's like, "Oh, I've worded her up. She <laughs> needs, she needs shoes. Go over, go over." Nice. And I used to like, like literally, I'd, I'd hang out. I, I got the intel on her. I'd hang out on a on a um, late Friday afternoon because I knew that's when she figured out that's when she trained, yeah, and I just sort of. Do a couple of stretches on one of the... On, yeah. uh, strategically put a box in the middle of the gym. And we all know that the boxes don't go anywhere near the middle nah, of the gym. But all of a sudden, there I am just doing a bit of a <laughs> yeah. bit of a hammy stretch. Going, oh, Joe, I fancy seeing you again. Or Veronica. <laughs> anyway, we're married now and she's having my child. That's, that's unreal. So, um, all because of your hammies. <laughs> all because of my hammies or probably my old old buggered back at the time. that's but, true. Um, so, okay, well, me, I, I grew up down on the Mornington Peninsula. Um, Whereabouts? Mount Eliza. Yeah. So, went to school down there at um, Peninsula Grammar. Good good private school boy. Mm. And, um, yeah, grew up down there, like, grew up surfing down on the coast down there. That was a big passion of mine and still, still is and played a lot of footy down there and whatnot. And then um, I... Finished school, went to uni, did a a, um, a commerce degree at Deakin Burwood, majoring in sport management and marketing because mm. I wanted to. If I was not well, you a- it,
2: Tommy, that's exactly what I did. Yeah, yep, I did sports management and economics. Really? Yep, at Deakin University. Jesus. Yep. In and fact, look at you where know, you ended up. There is. Yeah. Uh, uh, look what you did. You've got a big dog and a fucking nice car. I'm a, <laughs> a hot missus. Yeah, yeah you got a hot missus. Yeah, you got a kid coming. <laughs> on. I'm a lot older, a older than you, mate. I'm a lot older. Yeah. Well, I'm maybe sure. I've just yeah. no,
1: maybe, got I've, got just paved, years, Tommy, maybe, maybe I've just paved.
3: You've got
0: me actually. to yeah, find there, that. yeah. There but, you go. I've oh, paved, right. the,
3: paved the path for you.
0: That's true. I'd go the dog first. I'd work on a dog for the next three years. Well, right now money money will come in half description. You can't
3: you can't travel too far when you've got a when you've got a pooch. So you have just got to be. That's true. A little bit careful with that one.
0: Well, I got a pooch, mate. He hates me. Sorry.
3: We we happen we happen to choose the the most um the most clingy dog you could possibly imagine at Hungarian vizsla. They call them the Velcro dogs. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. They 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 have separation anxiety if you oh, um that's yeah it. no in all in all honesty oh wow. yeah they they lose their shit yeah, if yeah. you get away from them and. Even tonight, uh, when we were just a bit of quality time on the couch before I woke myself back up to uh, come (laughs) over here, (laughs) rug over the top of us, the dog will come in, Burrow under the rug. <laughs> yeah. Normally, come back up and nizzle, nuzzle his nose in between Joe's crutch as you do. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Uh, half his luck. We, I mean, we, we've all been there. Taught him well, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Taught him well. Um, but no, he, he then he then has to he then has to creep his way across so he's touching both of us. Yeah. Anyway, oh wow. But they um, no, swings both ways. Swings both ways. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've no, all been. There. He just likes the affection. I'm, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I'm the disciplinarian. I feed. I, I do. I feed him the treats.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
3: um, <laughs> we get off track. We digress. No, no, That's I right. want
0: to hear about this, actually, because I've got, uh, obviously, Ziggy's only six months old, and he's starting to get mad separation anxiety. Like, mm. he was good when I'd tie him up and go into a shop or something, and then now he just barks his head off all day, every day. I've mm. never like even it's...
3: I've never even contemplated leaving Henry outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really?
0: No. Well, I actually found out that people steal dogs in Port Melbourne on the reg. Really? As well, yep. Well, uh, what would they do with them? Sell them? Mate, Sell them mate, and, fi- and them. fight mate. them. Mate.
3: Fire that it's the, that
0: market it's is huge. ridiculous. Yeah, hundred percent. No yep. shit. I mean,
3: particularly. Oh no! No! No disrespect to Ziggy. I, I don't mm. know what breed he is, but yeah. our our dog is he's better Dachshund, than yours. <laughs>
0: Mini Dachshund sausage dog. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Designer with a long hair. Designer dog. Silver. No, Daffy no. Designer dog. Yeah. No, long hair. Yeah,
3: I agree totally. Mm. Sausage dogs are like a they are a hot commodity, yeah. and so our dog is is as well. They're they're very they're very owlwood at the moment. They're on oh, right yeah. every street corner, but. Mm. Um, um yeah, cute as hell. But, but uh I, you... I, I, I um he needs to he has to have an hour walk every day. Yeah. Um Fuck. And That's all right. Though. Joe didn't well yeah, yeah. Well easy, <laughs> Who, e- easy that? when you've got
0: I mean, no, no, jade's good I know. for
3: Joe because she she's uh, being self employed, she's got a little bit of flexibility. But she didn't she went to the gym the first thing this morning, didn't mm. he didn't get a walk and I walked in tonight. Yeah. And this is serious. Like he actually has, he gets so excited, and he's got a long tail, and it's yeah. getting so powerful. Yeah. That he split, he split the end of his tail. What? Oh shit! And my old man was around the other day, and we were had a business discussion. We'll probably get into that, but I, he's, yeah. he, he, and I worked together, and um, he had like, a pair of like cream pants on, and and as he was about to leave, I'm like, mate. What have you been doing? And next thing I know, the dog's been under the table whipping him with his tail. Oh, shit. And he had blood all over him. Oh, oh right. And I then looked around and there was blood all the way down the hallways. <laughs> and I got home today and he did the same thing and the thing started bleeding again. Oh, Jesus. So, it so crazy. going well, mate. Yeah,
1: they're yeah we're
3: winning. We're yeah, winning. Yeah. We're winning at dog life. Yeah. yeah definitely killing the it. The kid's due October. I hope that... that well, that does not going to have a
0: tail, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the the stealing dogs thing is a serious problem. Like, because I i never heard it. Yeah. So as I had Ziggy out in this little area here, the, the caution off little um, patio mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. and all my neighbours are like, "Man, you don't want to do that. Like that, you, your dog will get pinched in a, the first week, doing that. Really? Right? It's yep. fucked, and you know isn't what they it? do? So people steal them and sell them, obviously. Yeah. Because you know Ziggy's two and a half thousand dollars a dog. You probably get selling them for fifteen hundred bucks if somehow you could yeah, yeah. unmicrochip. I don't know how the fuck you do it. Yeah. Whatever. But the other thing that happens, which is fucked, it's just the most. I had this discussion with one of the pe- ladies down the dog park yesterday. Oh yeah. So people, do- people, <laughs> you like that one, mate? <laughs> just- people- dog <laughs> dog be- park's better than be- me. People, um, people steal the dogs and so people from out Werribee and like all um what's the suburb next to Werribee real dodgy Hoppers Crossing Hoppers Crossing so Let's Werribee, not get too uh, uh, oh. hashtag a, there's um, a lot of lovely people out, out there all yeah. our, our listeners from Hoppers Crossing yeah. you're all dogs yeah. Yeah. you're all dogs just, all just dogs. to be yeah.
3: just to be clear I, I simply named the suburb <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Huey, yeah. Huey, he's out yeah. of that shit yeah. 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 he lived in Elwood yeah. Uh, yeah. he's got a him, Hungarian
3: uh, schmips I grew up in Frankston mate alright so just back off I cut my teeth on the rough streets. To my, <laughs> yeah. to my point,
0: what they do these these crew from um, Werribee and um, and the Hop they come steal dogs and they they're the dogs that they fight. They put in dog in oh, dog fights. Oh, you yeah. would want Zig then? Well, I mean, I I don't know what a dog fight looks like, but any dog they'll yeah. put them in a ring with a bigger dog and dogs really? will rip. It that's well, that's what dog fighting is. That's you know, fucked up. It's the most. Those people should be fucking shot. But that's oh, yeah. what they reckon because there's all these other people as well. all These fucking so. There was a warning in South Port Melbourne mm-hmm. like the community and all the people at dog park were talking about it and it was on like community boards i don't I'm not on those boards, but mm-hmm. people were putting fucking um, poison along the dog beach really oh poison, poison pallets and stuff because they get a kick out of cause you know how get, fucked up people die. you know how fucked up people are oh I mean, yeah like for people sure. are you know psychopaths yeah. for, for any number of reasons and yeah. Melbourne's a very safe city, but it's not without fuckwits that'll try and kill your dog for no apparent yeah. reason. They put dog... Uh, there was warnings about it. Yeah, we're, That's we're, fucking crazy, man. Yeah.
3: We're living in sad times, really. Yeah.
0: Well, statistically People speaking, we've though. shaken
3: hands with
2: pedophiles and rapists before. Yeah, and well, know, have luck, luck, love, to mate have in
0: the circles. You're hanging around, mate. Well, well I mean, I, I'm not around <laughs> you and your the mates. all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no,
2: no. You and the boys on Wait, a Saturday night. Not if it's consensual.
3: <laughs> Walk into our gym on a Saturday, shake everyone's hand. That's that's basically what he's talking <laughs> that's about. No names, no yeah, names. Right. Yeah, we we all, we've name. all been no, there. No. We've all been there. Yeah, I must admit, I never. I've only ten minutes. I um, didn't think dog fighting was going to come up on the topic list. Yeah,
0: dog fighting and rape. Yeah. <laughs> but, um but anyway Huey, so yeah so <laughs> we'll so we tell us a bit so what do you yeah, yeah so, keep uh, well, so basically do do? like mm. I'm
3: not without going in chap, chapter and verse of it all but mm. um uh where I'm at now I guess is that um so my 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 father started a a a financial planning wealth management business um 35 years ago mm. and as I said before the bit that I was getting to I guess was my, my view was if I wasn't going to play AFL footy I was going to be a player manager and we through uni that's I did a, a week's worth of work experience with someone we, we worked out that was the last thing that I wanted to do mm. um, and then my old man at the age of like 21 I'm like right well I'm going to get get a job and then I'm going to take off piss off overseas for 18 months and well for however long and he's like well yeah, there's an opportunity here in this business. Well, what would you would you like to see what it's like? And I hadn't actually put a second thought into it. Mm. And I'm like, okay, well, why not? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm going in six to tw- uh, six to nine months. I'm done. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm off. And then if you want me to come back, whatever. And after six weeks or less than, I decide I'd, I'd figured out that that's that's where I, where I wanted to be. That's wow. where I wanted to base my my career and. I started straight away, Did started the post-grad sort of study and I did end up going away and it was going to be for 12 months. I pushed it out to 18 months and then thankfully they held my position, got home and I've now been there for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess like, a bit of background about, about the business, um, and I don't know how much this would resonate with many of the listeners and whatnot, but mm-hmm. we're an independent financial planning business based in Melbourne, which means that we're owned – by the people in the business. So we're not owned or affiliated with large institutions. Therefore, we, uh, we're able to b- provide unbiased, unconflicted yeah. advice uh, on a fee-for-service basis. So, you know, Tommy, if you come in mm. to our office and say, well, I want to talk to a financial advisor, I'm going to sit down with you and talk specifically about what your personal goals and objectives are. Yep. And it's my job to then design an overall strategy that's going to achieve whatever those goals and objectives are. Right. And that's actually a lot different to mainstream financial planning circles. Yeah, um, And in what, what
0: Yeah, in what way? Well, in, in, in the work. sense
3: that, that, Doc, you could come in and yeah. go, all right, well, I am... How old are you? Uh, 31, but all I look right. about
0: a, a manly
3: 25. Yeah, with that beautiful, <laughs> yeah. beautiful, lush beard. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm 25 and... I want to grow my wealth and Got I want it. to reduce debt and all that sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. I can go, yeah, yeah, good. I tell you what, just fill out that risk questionnaire over there. I'm going to leave the room for 10 minutes. I don't really care what your objectives are. We can talk about those. But ultimately, the strategy that I give you is going to specifically relate to how you filled out that questionnaire, which is complete mm. bullshit in our opinion because mm. you're not, you're paying me and I'm not giving you the service that you want. Um, so our business is very much designed around achieving our clients' specific outcomes um and look without sounding Are they too- just
2: financially related?
3: Their objectives, or it can it be about anything like mate. <sighs> I
2: want to increase we, my
0: back squat by 20 kilograms. <laughs> 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 what can you do here? Well, here? well, well we, invest in these uh, these shares, we, then uh, you'll get some money and you'll way, be to get a gym Without, in Manhattan. Well,
3: I'm, I'm, I'm a three-time regionals competitor <laughs> yeah, too, mate, so well, we yeah. can talk about <laughs> yeah, your back squat if yeah, you want.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, Huey, uh, I don't know how to tell you
3: this, mate, but I need to last longer. What can you do for me? <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> last order, someone
3: said. We've got a nasal spray for that. Yeah. but um, yeah. yeah, so... No, but listen, we actually, you know... If you look at the things that, that uh, they, you know, when they do surveys around what stresses out people the most, mm. um, financial financial um, issues sit very closely underneath health mm. at the very top. Mm. So we wind up being not just that financial mentor, coach, manager. We, we're, we wind up being a counsellor. I mean, yeah. we have to sit in front of people when they're talking about um, disabled children and, um, people that have terminal illnesses and how we're going to manage the estate planning around that, mm. um, how we're going to, you know, transition their wealth from one, one generation to the next based on people and their health issues, divorce, you know, separation, all that kind of thing. I mm. mean, you know, it's it's the whole gamut of estate planning, insurance, debt reduction, tax planning, wealth management, superannuation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and without sort of sounding too wanky about it, I guess, like... It's a mature business. We've been around a long time. Like my father started the business. He's now seventy. I I applied for his role. I didn't I wasn't given his role uh a few years ago, but I applied for that with some other people. I was fortunate enough to get that role, so I'm now the managing director of, of this business. Mm. We we it's twenty twenty seven staff, um wow. based in on St Kilda Road and you know we manage around about a billion dollars wow. in, in in funds under management for our clients we we're specialists in self-managed superannuation we look after 600 of those we've probably got about 850 clients um, mm. yeah. but, but in, in saying in saying that because I, I don't I hate to paint that picture and say well you know we only deal in the big end of town and that kind of thing I mean to some degree we do our service is very bespoke it's very high touch kind of thing Um but part of our service is to manage family groups which includes people that are 80, 90 all the yeah. way down to people that are teenagers and i i've got a real passion for i've got a real passion for financial education and mm-hmm. i think that's something that i've only just really started to find in myself i mean i'm 37 but i've been doing this for 15 years and i mm. see people in their 20s and i just want to help them
0: mm. so do you think you, um, do you think one of the things sorry to cut you off one of the things that uh, gets me really befuddled with the education system in general is the most important things that we have in life we don't get taught in oh, school Oh, don't get me started on that like CPR first aid Man, Tommy for example <laughs> <save a> <laughs> talk about seriously though um, how, how to pick up chicks but <laughs> so, but, um, but but <laughs> Mate. but we talk about the mental health side of it you know like you don't get taught any mindfulness practice anything how to handle yourself how to understand your own brain and your emotions mm. You don't get taught about... So, your mind and... How to and get your... Yeah. Money and your, and your health. And your passions. Nutrition. Like how to find like, out know, what you love and yeah, where yeah. you want to go. Li- yeah, life. Like, life life skills. You get taught yeah. all this fucking shit that you don't give two hoots about yep. mm. and then you don't learn about important stuff. Like, money obviously has such a important role in... Money doesn't really make people happy. Uh, like it makes them slightly happier, if, like you know, but it makes them unhappy if they're really, really struggling. It yeah. can be a very negative I- influence, you know. Yeah. So, have yeah. you ever heard, just a bit of a digression? Let's mm. digression. Have you ever mm. heard of a
3: guy called Mister Money Mustache? Mister Money no. Mustache. You should, you should, should, should,
0: should, is that um Is he the monopoly should, guy? Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly I I think I've, I've just been calling him for them He, he, yeah. he, yeah. he yeah. looks, he looks like He uh, looks like him. Who knows? Like two hundred dollars. That's Ventura
3: <laughs> scene. He was uh, no, I okay. was no, with you, mate. <laughs> I, I, I'm seriously <laughs> <And> like, who's running this podcast? Because I'm going to bring this back on track again. You can host it, mate. I'll
0: just click off. All right, fantastic. No, I click off Jack off. Sorry, here we go.
3: I will take the high ground.
0: Yeah he
3: He's been on the Tim Ferriss podcast he, oh, really? he He was actually recently not that long ago on there and and Tim said he got him on there because he was like in the, the the top five most requested people that people wanted to hear from. really anyway, so I listened to that and I found it quite interesting because he made a really really good point around your decisions to spend money. He, this guy came to came to um notoriety in the sense that he lives in Utah. And he lives off twenty five to thirty five thousand dollars a year with his family. Um, he he rides a bike with a cart attached to the back of it down to the local farmers market every Saturday to get his fruit and veg, and mm-hmm. like obviously lives very frugally. But his his he one of his one of his sort of mantras is that when you go to make a decision around whether you spend your, where you're going to spend your money, off more often than not. You go and buy a nice shiny watch or a nice shiny car, and it might like it might raise your happiness for a two week period, and then you just go back to where you were. Oh, right, not so, even two
0: weeks, man. Yeah, yes. I-
3: so you have to ask, you have to ask yourself whether or not that purchase is really worth it, mm. as opposed to making a purchase or spending money on something that's going to take away something that's making you unhappy, mm-hmm. which is going back to your point.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So I think that's quite a really clear dis- sort of, well, not distinction, but it's just something that's really interesting that I've even now started thinking about, even though I probably have a little more financial independence. Mm. but Cash.
0: No, no. Yeah, well, <laughs> che- hey, I-, I got the cheese of the back. I bitches. still <laughs> have a bloody big
3: mortgage, mate, so don't worry about that. But, but I also think that whether I'm 37 or whether you're 31 or whether you're 20-something or 18, mm. People just make an assumption that they're going to work until they're 65 and 70. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how as you get the pay rises, you st- you, you will grow into that wealth mm. or, or money that you earn. You could earn 20 grand less a few years ago and still be very happy with the way you were living, but all of a yeah. sudden, you're not saving any more money. You're just yep. growing into the money that you're earning. And it's a hit and hope kind of scenario. Like, yep. oh, I hope I'm going to have enough money when I'm... Sixty-five, but what if you actually designed your life earlier on? So you make maybe, yeah, okay, I'm not going to spend the money on that watch or whatever it might be. Mm. But shit, I can retire when I'm 45. Yeah, I've got mm. this thing all mapped out, and when I'm 45, I'm going to have enough money to invest and generate a passive income from. Yeah, and I can do whatever the hell I want to do.
1: Yeah, it's
3: very and, true. I mean, you know, I, I'm a big. I'm going back to the whole school thing. I think I haven't been to school for. A- <laughs> <laughs> a long, long time, but um, I think there's there, there's definitely a responsibility with career counsellors and whoever else to tell people and tell children that they've got to follow their passions. Mm. And I didn't get told that. Mm. I go, you know, you have to go to university. You listen to the guys like Gary Vee and Richard Branson mm-hmm. and whoever else these days. Yep. the one, These are the richest men in the world and... The, the one thing they'll tell people, everyone to do, is follow your passion, do mm. what you enjoy, because the money will follow. Yeah, mm. that's right. So,
0: Yeah, no, that's a that's a really good point. I was lucky enough on a personal note to kind of find that out pretty early um, through my dad. Like, I, I, I was not a very good student in school at all, but my dad pumped into my brain that I needed to invest in real estate and was able to at 19, 20, and 21, and 22. And then from that, from that setting myself up in that point now I don't have any money yeah but I made the distinct decision when so I was Bill's three, 3 Bill's the one He's with, with all
3: with. the with all the, yeah. all the
0: folding was, it, mate. Yeah. where, where was, is yeah. it is it up yeah. the, where, under the couch where yeah. are you hiding it I
2: think it's stashed over there in mate, it's, uh, it's
0: in the remnants of um, bags of cocaine and yeah. uh, empty uh, time out boys. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hang on okay. <laughs> um, cocaine is obviously a TV show that you watch um,
0: I invested in a, in a company it's it's actually Spanish for um, stocks and bonds yeah that's right bitcoin but, yeah. um, but okay. um, <laughs> But yeah, that helped me like set myself up in the early stages and have financial freedom. Through AdventureFit I don't really have any I don't have any real estate anymore. Mm. I'm banking on AdventureVit making it fucking yeah. big, basically. Yeah. Which is not my choice. Yeah. Like I would have chosen to keep staying in the real estate market. But the financial freedom that I got from being a like young kid with Bu- buying a house at 19, by the time I was 23, I had so much equity, I'm like, cool, I can do whatever I want now. Mm. And my decision was I want to travel for the best part of four years. So you pulled then, money off your mortgage? Yeah, so I refinanced you pretty drew, much. You drew, drew money off it? Yeah, I refinanced I refinanced every time and then I sold. I never kept all three. I had three for a very short period of time and then I sold, um, yeah, basically I had like two properties running for the most part of my life till about 28. Yeah. Mm.
3: Yeah. Yeah, okay. And they yeah. were
0: they were they were they were obviously
3: tenanted and being you know self self-fund- yeah. self funded and yeah pretty it, much and so, self- by self funded I mean in the sense that the rent was covering the yeah, interest yeah, it on was the loan. mutually geared basically. Yeah.
0: So so I I um got the first homeowner's grant when I was like twenty at uh, nineteen years old sorry in two thousand and uh, whatever whatever that would have been but um twelve years ago and bought a property in Frankston and so it was two hundred five thousand. The funny thing was like. Yeah, the funny thing was, it's not without like real estate investment, especially for a young kid, in my opinion. It was, fuck, it was so hard. Mm. It really was. How old were you again when you first 19? bought? Your, yeah. 19. What did you first- find hard about it? So, so what happened with me was I left school and started working for my dad as a laborer on a trade site. So I was making, geez, I was getting paid like 20 bucks an hour, something like that. That was like pretty all right money back mm. then, but it was still absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. right? And then I had a mortgage of one hundred and fifty thousand with you know eight percent mortgage interest rates at the at the time or something. Yeah. So, but the problem was I was a nineteen year old kid with a house. I'm like, right, it was a dump. It was an absolute dump, like which is what we wanted. I wanted yeah. to renovate, get some, build some equity straight off the bat, get tenants in there, boom, whatever. Yeah, Frankston was tipped by everybody and still is that it's going to be the absolute booming suburb of whatever. It never it never hit. I had it for eight years, never hit. Yeah, but I bought it, and as a nineteen year old kid, so I was in this. Like it was like a double edged sword because I had to work my ass. I was working forty hours a week to cover the mortgage because it wasn't tenanted. Yeah, I was mm. doing renovations and I had no money to do the renovations. Yeah, so you're yeah. doing a development. I mean, so, that's a that's a well, it's nineteen a reno- renovation. Yeah, but it's
3: development. But Mate, if you're if you bought a property and you don't have a tenant in there, I mean th- that is. Cl- I mean it, it's it took it's me eighteen months. It's a form of de- it's a form of development. It took me eighteen
0: months. Yeah, I-, I painted. I there was wallpaper. I had to un. I had to steam off the whole wallpaper every room mm. i had to fucking sand every oh you gotta sand anyway before you paint but i painted the whole thing myself you couldn't live in while, it while
3: you couldn't live in it while you doing nah, I was it with
0: my mum. and dad oh so you didn't was, have, you weren't paying rent no nah, i wasn't anywhere. paying rent but but like it was it took me a good it should have taken somebody a couple of months yeah you know if me, if me or you did it right now and one of us guys did it with a little bit of money and, and in a different position you'd, yeah. you'd knock it over in two months and yeah. you'd be like yeah it's a great result but because i was in that position at 19 with no money and I had to work really hard to actually even just afford to pay mm. the mortgage it was a real it was, a, it, was it was actually I'm um, looking back on it like I'm proud of what I did because it set me up and everyone was like oh you know because my old man helped me with a little bit of money mm. he gave me 15 grand lent me 15 grand homeowner's grant. so I didn't save that much money mm. like I really didn't save that much money to get my first house and then so a lot of my mates are kind of thinking that I just fell ass first into a house and then got off to a good start or whatever but I don't really care because like when I was 19 I put in hard work it was yeah. a fucking nightmare and I think it's really hard for like, what's it like for kids these days? Like, to buy a house, like it's pretty. Yeah. Look, um,
3: I get, I, I get that it's hard, mm. right? I, I get that in terms of, um, in terms of property prices and this, that, and the other. But I also, okay, this is real talk now. So, I, I just think people whinge too much. Mm. Yeah. I really do. Like at the end of the day if you want to roll up your sleeves and you want to work hard and you want to be deliberate and disciplined about what your goals are. And if that's buying a house, then that's fine. Mm. Um, then you can, you can still do it, right? You can mm. still do it. Yeah. The like sure, no First doubt. thing I thought about when you were talking about being 19 and doing it, I think we've crossed over a generation now and things are a lot different. We all, mm. everybody knows like people don't move out of home until they're 25 or 30. Mm. I'm not saying I was buying houses at 19. Like, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of putting your balls on the line. Yeah, it and, matured
0: me really quick. Yeah. Um, my risk, mm. my risk level in life has been, yeah. I've been dealing with tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars as soon as I could make a dollar. Yeah. So it actually made me very risk, risk averse. No, um, risk, no, no, uh, risk, uh, Opposite. Opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other but I mean, yeah.
3: I think, yeah, as long as you understand, oh, look, I don't, there's taking risks and there's there's calculated risks and then there's gambling, mm. you know, to some degree. So, if you do your numbers, and you know what you know, you know what you're getting yourself into, and that okay, all right. So interest rates at the moment, I can get a home loan for three point seven, three point mm. eight percent. Well, you you don't want to you don't want to base your long term repayments ability to repay on three point eight percent. You just said before it was eight percent when yeah. you did it. My so,
0: parents bought when when my parents bought their first house it was nineteen percent. Nineteen percent,
3: yeah. Um. But I, I mean to share a little bit of a story, and, and if this particular guy is listening, to, happens to listen to this, he'll probably know who he is. But that's okay. Shout him out,
1: mate.
2: Nah, out. <laughs> Lisa <F>. S.
3: <laughs> but but a, a a guy caught up with me for lunch the other day, mm-hmm. young young fella, and told me he said, him and his girlfriend have saved a certain amount of money mm-hmm. for a deposit mm-hmm. on a house." But he, uh, he will be listening to the show. Yep. Everything everything that they've looked looked at is too expensive. And I said, okay, well, cool. Where whereabouts are you looking? It's like, oh, you know, Corfield down towards you know Hampton. I don't know if he'd kind of dropped South Yarra. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Direct. I'm like, what about Oakley? You know, like that's it's ten minutes down the road. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Nah, no, nah, we don't wanna because we can, we know we can still rent. We can afford to rent where where we want to live. And I'm like, yeah. Like. With all due respect, if you really want to get into the property market, I mean, you talk to, I don't know about your parents, you talk to my parents, like they weren't living in a city. Like everybody Mm. wants to live in a city Mm. right now. You still Mm.
0: can live in a city. That's what an investment property is. It's like uh, my ex, Jill, she was was in the position where she had to have the apartment in Elwood. She had to have the apartment in Elwood. mm. And then um, she wanted to invest. I'm like, well, you know, you can still live in Elwood and invest anywhere else that's going to have good growth. Like you can still you don't have to live in your fucking apartment that you buy. Mm. Like that's no. what that's what
3: Yeah, you don't you have to. I mean? I mean, no, no, look, of course that's not. How I, that's but I mean how I some, 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 I some people more. Mm. some people some people make the, the, okay, there's a distinction there that's important to make. And that is that there's investing, there's 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 putting your money in something for, as an investment. So they're talking about housing, okay? Mm-hmm. So if you're going to make an investment, you're going to buy an investment property. That is an investment that you want a return on. Yes. Versus buying a house that you're going to live in, mm. that's a lifestyle asset. Mm. That's not that's not a financial asset that you you you, you make sacrifices. You go, like, oh well, we we may not get the growth out of this this that and the other, but we're buying this because this is going to be the place it's that we home. want. To, we want to make memories yeah, in. Yeah, you know? it's your home. That's yeah. right. And key distinction is that your the debt on that is not deductible, so you yeah. can't claim a deduction against your the interest against your income. Whereas in an investment property you can. Yeah, that's right. So they're, it's they're two different objectives. And the, the this this particular uh guy, you know, obviously wants to move into something with with his girlfriend and whatnot, mm-hmm. which is which is great. But there are other things that I can that we can like I can sort of help him with in relation to, okay, well, how are we going to grow the the money that you've got? No, yep. no problem. My only point is I if anyone else is so again, whether you guys heard this or there's a there's this like the young guy who's worth half a billion dollars who's made his money in property came out like in the financial or in the papers, financial press and or Herald Sun recently and said, you know, this is the smashed avocado generation that mm. people, um, you know, are too interested. They want it all, but they're, t- they're also, they want to save and this, that and the other, but they're also wanting to go out and have their breakfast yeah. and their lattes and this said And you know what? He's got a point. Mm. He's actually got a point. Yeah. So, I mean... I hope this isn't too much of a dull and mundane sort of topic, but... It's hitting it's, very close to home for me personally, yeah. I am that person. Budgeting... Yeah. I've
0: got no money and I go out and smash that I'm the fucking same person. <laughs> it fucking pisses me Budget, <laughs> off so yeah. Budgeting is the dirtiest it's world.
3: So <laughs> Budgeting's the dirtiest world in anybody's lives. Mm. But budgeting is essential. Mm. But it's not around going, well, I, let's just track how much I spend, how much I earn, and... Oh, I, I can, I, I can, uh, I can save a thousand dollars every year at the end of it. You got to, what you got to work out what you start from the other end. What is your goal? Mm. Like, what is it that you? Where do you want to be in a certain period of time, and what's it going to take to get there? Oh, all right. I want to buy my house in another three, five, three, three years time. Mm-hmm. I need a hundred thousand dollars to do that as a deposit. All right. Well, based on my salary now over the next three to five years, how much do I have to save per annum, mm. and then get a return on that, whether it's through fixed interest or, you know, mm. turn deposit or whatever, mm. to get me to that. Right, okay, well, it's ten grand a year. Okay, well, that's got to go into my budget. Not, mm. you know, just like your breakfast do. That has to go into your budget. Yeah, you've got to find it somewhere. Yeah, you've got to find was... it. You can't just go, oh, well, here's what I earn. Here's, here's, here's what I earn. Here's what I spend. Oh, I can save $3,000 at the end of the year. Oh, well, that means I can't afford a house wake up. Mm. Like if you if you need 10 grand a year, that goes into your budget. And mm. you sacrifice something else, mm. and then you're going to get to your end goal. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm a big believer in everything that I do in life. Absolutely everything is based around discipline. Mm. Yeah. Jocko Willick, you guys would have heard of this guy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: he's coming on the show when we do our next LA LA trip. We we're supposed to you're see serious? him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're supposed to wow. we're supposed to uh, podcast with him in Feb, but oh, well, without wanting to, to
3: steal his line, Discipline equals freedom. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, and you make conscious decisions, right? And this is something that I'm a massive, massive believer in. And that is, if I decide to eat that donut, I consciously know what the outcome is. And that is that it's bad for me. It's Mm. an intake of fats and sugars and whatever, but I don't give a toss because I want the bloody donut. And so I'm going to eat it. Yeah. Right. Well, there's, there's nothing worse in life. I, I really feel for people that are making decisions when they don't, they don't know the, they don't know the the consequences of that decision. Yeah. Mm. If you know the consequences, like, well, I'm going to go and spend the money on a holiday because I just don't care, and I know it's going to put me back by a year, but I know mm. that I've still got my plan. Cool, go and do it. Good mm. luck to you. Mm. But I think it's sad going back to what we're talking about with schools, like, and where, what you learn there or what you don't learn there is that. That, that holds you back from making better decisions in, mm. in whatever aspect of your life. Mm. Mm-hmm. And
2: how does that coincide, like all that sort of stuff, how does that coincide with the other side of as well, which is very much like, and I'm just playing devil's advocate, yeah. but how does it coincide with the whole living in the moment and making memories? I'm not talking about like, oh, just not going and getting smashed avocado, but yeah. if you're always disciplining yourself and setting yourself for a life in the future, yeah. how do you also juggle the whole thing of like, Having good time now, being spontaneous and having a good time now,
3: and yeah, all that sort of thing. I, How does I, it work for you? Well, okay, yeah, because I mean, those that know me know that I'm, I'm not the most boring bastard in the world no, either. No, you're, <laughs> a, you're a lovely individual. <laughs> oh shit! If you've got to tell people that, then maybe you are. Yeah. but uh, yeah, you're, you're sad. No, but, but I mean, listen, listen. Life is about balance, because at the end of the day, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm. Um, and and and, that, but that that is where it's life can be pretty tough. Mm. You know, like it's it's not all on a roadmap. It's not all like, here's exactly how it's all going to play out for you. So I think you obviously have to, you do have to have a balance. Mm. And if you're, if you're a young person and you don't, you're not earning half a million bucks a year, you know, you're, you're earning your 80 grand um, uh, after tax, you know, then this, that and the other. Well, you still have to be able to balance that off by say talk go back to the whole sort of budgeting aspect and we're yep. talking about a really small aspect of yeah. life here but
1: very but I very mean, you, important you, for
3: someone like me yeah this. but you yeah. can assign again it goes into your budget well out of my wage i'm going to farm off 20 percent of it to do things that i want to do and enjoy mm-hmm. yeah but again it comes back to what you what are you you're living right in the now which means possibly i'm not worried right now about Saving for a house. Mm. I just want to enjoy myself. Like, mm. I, Hey, don't get me wrong. Like, I was overseas, but between the ages of 23, 25. Yep. And the only concept of saving that I had before that was how am I going to save enough money to go on, you know, go on go on the piss for, yeah. you know, around Europe for, for 10 months or whatever it might have been.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yep. So,
3: it wasn't until I got back and then I'm like, oh, yeah, well, now. And again, this is just because I, I live in this world of, of financial planning that it probably resonates with me a bit more but as I said you, it, it all depends on what, what is important to you right now mm. right so if saving for a house isn't important to you right now and you want to go out and you know find the love of your life at 3am at a bar yeah. somewhere every Saturday yeah. night a bloke named Derek in corporate finance <laughs> sp- spend, spend three to five hundred bucks doing that yeah. then good luck to you I Jeez, did that, Jeez, yeah, that. Nice. I, yeah it's huge
2: isn't it but what about, hey, luck, on can that though, you, like,
0: um, if you think, <laughs> <laughs>
2: But how, How? so, but my, my thing at the moment is like, I, I'm broke as shit and I don't really care because like, I love playing guitar. I love talking shit. I love talking about anxiety and mental health and I love um, um, training and coaching CrossFit mm. and all these things that, that I truly love. They're the biggest things in my life. I'm, I get to do every day Yeah, and it's it's awesome but I just have this thing in the back of my mind that yes, I am, you know, broke a shit and I don't really care at the moment. But, like, what if one day I suddenly do care and yet I've just
3: lost five, ten years of savings? You know, well, well, you, like, you, I'm all
2: for living in the moment. You, but-
3: you, whether you say you've lost it or whether you have... Whatever your, whatever your goals are at that point yeah. in time have just been put back. You know, for someone who might have gone out and just been obsessed with buying houses at the age of 19 and renovating them, mm. well, if Bill had have continued to do that, you know... He's going to have a different life through his twenties than maybe what you are. You've chosen to go a different path mm. he's might he might be more financially stable than you at a period of time mm. um but that's what I said before mate honestly mm. it's in my view it's balance mm. i i would i I would urge you to consider like some level of you know, for some level of maybe budgeting or yeah, saving—it just it goes back to what I said before: a yeah. conscious decision. I reckon yeah. you might be shitting yourself at the moment because you actually just don't know. Yeah. Whereas if you sat down with someone, and even if we sat down over coffee and sort of said, yeah. "Okay, well, if you want to have fifty grand in the bank when you when you're thirty, mm. well, here's here's what you need to do: save a bit, put it in an account that you never see, and invest it somewhere." Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, to your point there, Huey, I, I totally agree. I I was you talk about balance, and I wasn't balanced. You know, my dad came from a trading background, so everything he put into me was like money, money, money is the route to all happiness and success. Yeah, pretty much, and that's why I invested at nineteen. And then I, I was on a um, sales call today, and it was a classic call actually. And I ended up, for some reason, telling like my whole life story about eventually because the, the chick asked me, and she was talking about buying a, an investment property. Um, instead of going on the trip. And I was telling her with a bunch of different reasons and a, bu- and a bunch, of, bunch of different ways that she can do both mm-hmm. and she can have a great balance and it'll, mm-hmm. be, it'll be great. Mm. And so, and then it got it let down like AdventureFit and me and, and I started talking about how I've d- done a few things that I've done with real estate. Yep. And I told her about how I was, um, I was subscribed to Australian Property Investor Magazine when I was like fucking 12. 19 to 23. Yeah. I was probably the youngest subscriber in Australia. Uh, yes. I would read it back to front. My dad was a sub- subscribed to Property Investor Australia, yeah. which Jeez. I would also read back to front. Yeah, I would be on realestate.com every second of the day when I got home from school. I was looking at um, rural properties with huge um, rental yields versus Bluetooth. I'm like, uh, uh, that was just all those scenarios playing out of my head. Yep. That's all I wanted to do. And I was well on the path. If I decided to go down that path and stay and not travel and not start a venture and do whatever and invest in real estate, I'd have lots and lots and lots of money right now. Yeah, But- it wasn't making me happy and it wasn't what I decided to do. It wasn't the choice that I decided to make. At the time it was and then it got to 23, I was sick and I decided I had a really bad year. I was pretty unwell and whatever and then I changed my goals. Like you said Mm. to Tommy, my goals went from I want to have all the money in the world. This is what's going to make me happy. What's going to make me successful in Mm. my mind to this is not what I want at all. I want to travel the world and then that's what I went and did. Mind you, my goal was always to have one investment property and it got to the point it was when push came to shove at Twenty eight when I started Adventure Fit, I couldn't really do both. Yeah, I had the I sold a property, had my money for my next unit renovation, so on and so forth. Yeah, and then the starting Adventure Fit slowly. I didn't pump money into the business. I Kept, my, I pumped money into my life while I worked so hard on the business. Mm. So, yeah. and it, and it took me out of the market, and I couldn't get back in. Yeah, basically. But I'm not stressed at all. I'm I'm the happiest I've ever been. Yeah. But my my goalposts changed. Yeah. Because I didn't have balance, and now, like, I I think that when I do get back into reinvesting, I'll have a nice balance, and and you know it'll be. But I'm okay. So let's pick that
3: apart. Um, did 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 the success that you had in the property market allow you? To do what you did with Adventure Fit, I know you just said you didn't use the money in to invest mm-hmm. in it, but you were use, you were spending the money in other yeah, areas. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do it without it. Okay, well, yeah. you, you okay? So, so you kind of you answer your own question there. Look, you, you've mentioned a couple of times that money doesn't necessarily bring happiness. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt that money plays a part oh in yeah play, play, sure what we yeah, you bank know, plus like shoes, do we yeah that's right you know well, but do we get I, out of re- like it can, just if, no, just in the sense that money can buy you time money can buy you choice and money can buy you freedom mm. yeah. to then go and follow what your passions are yes and and but in saying that i actually do believe that if you do follow your passion from the very beginning and you can make ends meet. Like, you know, a lot of people... talk about
0: making ends meet, mate? A lot of people like, talk about, the, like, the getting reason...
3: stack shelves at night time to, to earn enough money to go and then invest in yourself yeah, mm. and follow your passion. Yeah. Like, you know, we haven't talked about the, the Brave yet, which is something which mm. is quite, you know, like, you know, we, that's how you and I got to know each other, Doc, through, yeah. you know, setting up bloody tents at CrossFit competitions. But... Um, you know, in another lifetime, to be brutally honest, so to be brutally honest, I would probably still be uh, running the brave today. Mm-hmm. And this is being brutally honest. If I if I wasn't earning the money that I was earning in financial planning. But once, mm. mate, once you start, you get to a level where you're like, this is allowing me to do yeah. a lot of other things. And yeah. It's hard to go... It it's actually takes a lot of courage and maybe I didn't have the courage. I don't think so. But you could argue that I, I could have just yeah, said, you, you know what, you, I'm giving that, that, that job away and I'm going to go back to the breadline and yeah. try and follow my passion with the brave. Yep. Yeah. But I, I'm on another path now and that is that I want to get, I've got a, a specific goal in mind to get myself to financial independence yeah. as fast as I can, which basically means that I could retire if I wanted to. Yeah. And then I can go and find my adventure. Fit, yeah, again. exactly, exactly, right. exactly. But, exactly, but yep.
0: the the thing is, Hughie, uh, uh, to your point as well, and and the the happiness thing, I'm just going off. You 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 are happier with more money. You are. That's a fact. Like that. So I'm just I'm just citing one study, and the study was yep. I've spoken to you about it, Tommy. Like, um, people with the average income in the in the US had a rate of perceived happiness of seven point four. This is like roundabouts. Like yeah, this yeah. isn't exactly seven point four. People with like two hundred thousand dollars per annum was like a seven point seven. No, it was seven, seven point four, two hundred thousand, and then people with two million dollars per annum income was like seven point nine. Yeah. So, which is t- nearly ten percent, which is like a lot happier, but it's not as much as you would think. But it definitely does make you happier by by your you happiness. But I feel um, like I feel
2: like it doesn't. I feel like you you hit the nail on the head. It doesn't make you happier, but it allows for more things to be put in place, which can lead to happiness. Well, uh, yeah. okay. it's like
3: a, it's less pressure. Well, as I said before, uh, when we opened up. Uh, at, when it, when you when you look at the list of things that keep people up at night, yeah, health is the first one, money and financial is is the second one. So yeah, well, anyone that money says money doesn't you, matter is kidding themselves. No, exactly.
0: course, that's, not, that's, that's what I. That's why I didn't I specifically didn't say that because I know that w- what you're saying is 100 f- factual. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking on the positive side. Money can only make you x amount I, happier, yeah, but it, it can pla- make you very unhappy it, if you don't have it. it there's yeah. a yeah. plateau. It's a, it's a
3: huge. There's a plateau. Yeah, 100. Because how much is enough? Yeah. Like you know, you wealth. What's what's wealthy? Mm. Like oh, yeah, I'm, that's well, right. I'm wealthy because I have I I have a million dollars. Yeah, it's all relative. Or I'm isn't it? wealthy because I have no money, but I got a beautiful wife at home mm. with a with a baby on the way, and and I don't necessarily want for any anything yeah. else. Yeah. Life, life's I'm, good. I'm I'm, I'm, we, I'm wealthy right now because of that.
0: Yeah, same. Mate, yeah, people, yeah. people people in Vanuatu would say I'm wealthy because I have. Uh, I have a, a piece of tin over my head. 100%. You know, because some people don't have that. So that's their, that's their you know, mm. that's their relative wealth. It, I, but I, I, but yeah. with, with, your, with your point just before on um, when you were talking about you, in another life, you could have the brave and, and so forth and whatever, and you could be going down that passion path. The thing to think about when you say something like that is the fact is, you'd probably be very successful, very happy, very content if you went either way. The problem with with a lot of things that people think about in their mind, and this is what I talked to Daryl a lot about when I was yeah. t- doing mental, like talking to my psychologist when I was going through a rough trot, was in all forms of life, people think of things as there's a yes, this is the correct path that I should yeah, be going exactly. on, and there's a no. If I go down this path, this is wrong, Slide and I'm gonna doors. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, with most people, if you're a good person and you have got good morals and you fucking work hard or whatever, yeah, you you're gonna way. You're gonna end up happy on either yeah. path that you choose to yeah. go down. Yeah, you know. So it's just about. Making a decision, like you said, yeah. you had to make a decision because you summed it up, and you're like, "Well, passion, okay, that's cool, but you know, x amount of freedom, and I'm going to find another passion when I'm at that." That's your decision, and either path probably would have ended up the same point with yeah. with, a, with a pregnant wife and a happy baby and a, and a terrible dog that pisses you off all the day. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, but, yeah.
3: But, yeah, well, just on that one, I mean, yeah, and I I absolutely love what I do right mm. now. I, I get my alarm goes off at 5 a.m. And I am so keen to get into the office every day that I skip breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll go know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I, I don't I don't I don't go into the office that early. Yeah. But my alarm goes off <laughs> yeah, you <loser>. my alarm <laughs> goes off at five. I try to do a bit of meditation. Yes. Uh a bit of bit of mindfulness, sort of thing. And then maybe if I do a little bit of exercise. But I I'm in the office. Uh, between 7.30 and 8 and, and sometimes I don't leave till 7.30 at night mm, and, and that's, that's because mm. I want to be there. Yeah, mm. getting it done. So I, I love good. what I do but I'm a bloody competitive beast mm. and I had that with an entre- entrepreneurial mindset and when I came together with the two other blokes at the time and said, hey, you know, we were early adopters of CrossFit in Australia and there's an opportunity here. Let's see what we can do. Um and we had a great time, and and, 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 and so for
0: the listeners, so to cut yeah. off Huey, because because there's there's thirty people that we know that are listen to the show. Yeah. and there's, there's actually a bunch of people. From <sighs> a bunch of people Therévally, that we've been listening to 125 <laughs> countries that have never heard yeah, of what the brave is. That's right. So, yeah. so the, for the people that are, are listening, if you're listening and you don't know what Huey's talking about, it's a, a, a clothing company that Huey and some mates started up, and you sold right. So that's basically yeah, well,
3: no, it's yeah, it's a through the cross through the CrossFit. Um, community, the CrossFit world, um, we wanted a bigger part of that. We, we were never going to be gym owners, and but we loved our CrossFit and we wanted to be a bigger part of that. So we had the concept of creating The Brave, which was, you know, for us, a lot of people look at it as a, as a, as a clothing apparel-type company. For us, it was a lifestyle, mm-hmm. and
0: and that. Tip I knew of, I should have said that. As soon as I said it, I should. I, I thought. Yeah, fucking it, it did. It, it yeah, I thought you wouldn't like that. Well, that's not exactly true, Bill. Um, <laughs> now that actually. <axe>, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> you just ripped my soul out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, shit. But yeah, so it's a, it's an Too Aussie much, CrossFit lifestyle <laughs> athletic apparel brand. Yeah. And it, we took it to a point being three people working part-time on it we took it to a point um that it, we couldn't take it any further unless one or two of us went full-time on it mm-hmm. and we wound up selling it and i'm i'm proud to say that it still lives on and has flourishing mm-hmm. the brave.com.au yes i'm currently I, wearing i, still, a I, still, get a, over there I still get a cut Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I ser- cut cut no, seriously, for a period um
3: yeah.
2: Seriously, but, but, um, the, the brave. but the brave. yeah, that,
3: that's that's what it is. Um, yeah. I mean, we and you know what, like I I don't know how many people uh, are of a CrossFit background that listen to this. I, I mean, I, I'm not Starting off with
2: a fair few. I don't, it's involved, but a I bit mean, now, but we,
3: we were the we, we we jumped on board Chad McKay, who was like an absolute stalwart and sort of uh, godfather of Aussie CrossFit, mm. and 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 he off the back off the back of him, we got some incredible um, exposure in the states and and elsewhere. So. Mm. But yeah, that's that's what that is. Yeah, in a nutshell. Yeah. Mm. But I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have a honestly. It's dead set serious. I wouldn't have a wife. I would not have a wife right now if I had to continue. And I, and by the way, I also took on the Australian distribution rights of a Danish health supplement brand at the same time. Fucking <laughs> <don't laughs> hell. And and was doing all this at once. And it actually wasn't until I finally moved away from the brave. That I decided that I wanted to, that I wanted to ask Joe to marry me. Mm. But before that, I was so stressed. I was an insomniac, dead set uh, under under some serious pressure, and I, I could, my whole life was a bloody cloud. Mm. And I, and I had a, you know, obviously that major sort of I had a major back surgery at the same time. It yep. was all kind of happening, and it wasn't till I moved away from that that I got some real clarity in my life and knew right. where I wanted to go. And so, um, yeah,
2: fuck. So, so how long did you start? So how long ago did you start The Brave, sorry? 2011. And then you just recently gave it away?
3: Uh, I think the deal was actually done April 2016.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And so what was some of the stuff that was like, what was the sort of the demand of the workload initially?
3: Like- oh, mate, we couldn't have, we could not have picked a more difficult industry to go into like yeah. the rag trade. Yes, I mean we we started printing on blank T-shirts out of the U.S. American Apparel. The dollar was like a dollar ten. It was yep. like that was almost unprecedented. We were yeah, loving yeah. life. Oh, mate, seriously, I, like you, we, we before we started this, this no, I just was, want to pick your brain on the workload. Yeah, essentially, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was going to say like we, before we jumped on on started sort of uh, recording, we're talking about vlogs yeah. and this that, and the other. And I said to I was talking to my to Ace. Who who was one of my partners at the time, I said to him the other day, dude, if we had have done a vlog for our weekly meetings, yeah. that thing would be a bestseller. Yeah, we yeah. almost came to blows like that often. It oh, was really? like, well, we, were, wow, we were so stressed. Yeah. Um like the workload. I mean, you to, to 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 anyone who's listening out here that's a business owner, mate, you can't compare what it's like to get a business off the ground from scratch mm. versus being an employee mm. you mm. can't you can't compare it yeah Um. so to try and do it an 8 to 10 hour business day mm. and then then have to and, and, and to be brutally honest there were times when I was probably doing it was actually doing a 4 hour business day like yeah. I was rotting the system yeah and having to deal with brave related issues yeah you know whether it's like Oh hey, it's Cyril from Austin, Texas. The guy that does printing your t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, I I, I I screwed up the print of your five hundred. Yeah, you know that, that Cyril's are Cyril's a fuck with though. Like are due, be right are due now, for so the CrossFit good. Richmond, you know, event next week, and yeah. they're supposed to have been on a on a plane yes. two days ago, and now they're going to they're not coming. And it's like, hey, mate, like that kind yeah, of it's stuff. It's shit, isn't it? Yeah. Like that, you, your small business hinges on your reputation. Yeah. You have nothing but your reputation yep. at that point in time. Yeah. Um you Know and then you go to China and then you then you start trying to produce your own apparel and trying to get like the fits right. And the, I didn't have a lot to do with that, Ace did. And uh, poor old Ace, like this is the you know business partner at the time, he, he's the tall a, bloke, the tall bloke, yeah, the, be fi- be the, the fire, the fiery that doesn't need a ladder to get oh, cats yeah, out of trees. Exactly, wow. love
1: Ace, love yeah. Ace, yeah, <laughs> he'll, he'll he'll listen to this, he's a big man.
3: <laughs> um. Good quiff too, really good quiff oh, yeah. going at the moment. And hand, handlebar mustache. yeah, he's
0: rocking the. It's, it's a red handlebar master. Yeah yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. could
3: be Mister Money Mustache. <laughs> yeah, but um, he was the one that dealt with that aspect of it. And I'd be turning up like, you know, like Ace, why can't you just do it like this and just get him on the fucking plane yeah. and just send him over? It's like, bro, yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> I'm dealing with this 17 year old Chinese girl. It's <laughs> yeah. like us. On- on like instant messaging and it's just not. Jeez, are they still together? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. he's not married yet, so maybe I don't, you know. you um, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. There you go, old chong dang. Anyway, I
2: don't know how
3: to sort of unpack that anymore. Chol, but yeah, yeah. All, all I can say is that 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 um, the disparity between mm. what people think it's like and what it's actually like. Oh yeah, like I, I got a, a mate of mine who was in corporate like commercial lending so Mm. for many years and he just three years ago he went on his own decided to start his own mortgage broking business at the time when he had like a two-year-old and one on the way nothing else behind him And, and he still like just to get that business up and running like when you when you where there's a difference between having food on the table for your family or versus not like you'd be amazed at what you're willing to do Mm. and it goes back to i was thinking about what you said about your old man kind of pushing you a lot Mm. i I don't know your father but there's your parents only want the best for you long term and and they probably don't want you to struggle the way they did yeah that's right so and and of course money in that sense puts food on the table and puts a roof over your head and clothing on your back and this, that, and the other. So it just makes it easy, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I see this guy, he works, he works 16 to 80. He goes home, puts his kids to bed, kisses his wife, and goes back to the office. He's working 18 hour days to get his business off the ground. Yeah. Now, that business is now successful, and he's going to be, and he's, but
0: wow, 60,
3: 60 to 80, no, 90% of businesses fail.
0: Yeah. Do you do you, um a question to um That's what you were talking stuff. about with um with like setting stuff up? You're exactly right. My dad wanted me to not be a tradie, basically, mm-hmm. or if I was, he wanted me to have a bucket load of investment properties from a very early age, and then you know ride them into the sunset. You yeah, know, yeah, obviously set myself up. So, but the thing was,
3: my no, that, dad. I'm going to talk superannuation. It's such a boring word, but superannuation, let's talk about that after you finished.
0: Yeah, uh, we I'm definitely won't be talking oh, oh, about superannuation.
3: Like, <laughs> <definitely. laughs> We've just gone from hookers to so cocaine yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. an old man over here wants to man. talk about super. Yeah,
0: did we listening to the show? But my old man had an interesting quandary though because my mum and dad always, my dad was so badly wanted me to have money so I didn't have to work as hard as he did. Um, my parents got divorced about 3 years ago now nearly and they probably should have done it 25 years ago my brother would my brother's only 23 but he would say different he wanted them to kind of stay together i thought it was best for both of them and for everybody to not watch a love marriage and break it up mm-hmm. way back in the day anyway the thing that they stressed about most from the very f- the, my furthest memory my father's memory is money but the thing was my dad had so many investment properties. Not so many. Probably had, at the most, he probably had six to eight at one point. it's yeah, you know? pretty solid. Yeah. And and he had, you know, a couple of, maybe a couple of million dollars of equity. We had an okay family house that wasn't finished. Skirting boards weren't done. Lights were, were, were you know, holes in the roof where there were supposed to be lights. For, I'm talking for 10 years, you know. Yeah. And all mum wanted was the house finished and she wanted to not have fucking um, debt collectors basically mm-hmm. knock on our door every day because, his overdraft, dad's overdraft, and I, he, I don't know whether he... He did a lot of things really well, my dad, but I always butted heads with him because I wanted him to take... They would stress about money. They, mm. they, would, they were equity fucking... Not rich, you know, it's mm. all relative like we say, but for their where we're at, then they were equity rich. They had money in fucking assets mm-hmm. to yeah, be very, very comfortable. But they were so cash poor that every single week trady uh, accounts are corn knocking on the doors. We're getting um, bank letters that are saying, this is defaulted, rah, 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 whatever. And I might be, you know, I didn't see the books and stuff, but this is my, basically, idea of how a lot of it worked. Yep. And I always used to plead with my old man, sell half your fucking shit. Sell half your shit. Because this is like five years ago when they were, st- they were still together, but everyone was still rough and mum was always complaining and they were always stressing about money. Mm. I'm like, sell half your shit. When do you want to be, when do you want to be, comfortable mm-hmm, yeah. like you mm-hmm. want to be comfortable and this is talk i'll say the word super mm-hmm. but people talk about being comfortable when you're 65 yeah exactly yeah. fuck that what are you going to do when you're 65 maybe now when you can probably live to it we're probably going to live to 110 yeah, healthily maybe yeah. maybe yeah. may longer yeah. whatever i don't want to go too sci-fi right now but you know but <coughs> ideally like mum and dad were coming up to 50 years old and the problem was that the idea was right huey mm. the idea was right investing and make yourself comfortable. But the execution wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. And, and now, like, yeah, and now they're, they're not together. And I just think, had they not had that financial stress day to day to day, then things could be very different and they still would have had investment properties, they still would have had passive income, they would have had all that. But yeah, it's a sad story of, like, somebody that... It's tough I for suppose, people that aren't... Well,
2: I mean, this is going to be a big call, but I'll see what you think about it. It's tough for people that don't have, like, experience in mindfulness to take foot to, like, leave that stress on the table, you know, not let it interfere with, like, the relationship. Oh. Or, it, or it comes to, like, the degree where it's so stressful that it does put added stress on the relationship. Oh,
0: yeah, I mean, a bit of you know, mindfulness I, would, uh, would help the relationship bet, for sure. I, I but. think,
3: okay, so, yeah, look, the only thing that I – I think it's an interesting point that you raise, and I guess not not to um, come in with my community service announcement here, no, but, no, uh, but, I mean, that's that's what financial planners do. Mm. Is to speak to people like your father, and 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 come to a professional and say, look, this this is what we have right now. This is what I think I want to do, uh, and this is where I think I want us to be. But I don't know how to. I don't know how. I think maybe I'm eighty percent of the way there, but I don't know. I don't know what to do with the last twenty. Mm. Um, and and we often we often become the mediator between the husband and the wife. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and,
3: and, the, and it's a way of them to be able to sort of express their true, their true feelings in an environment to someone else where I guess they're looking for a bit of reassurance from me or someone else to say, Oh, you know, look, she's right or he's right. Or we, we obviously have to be very diplomatic about that and we never would say you're right, you're wrong. Yeah. Um, but in that situation, uh, we we do see that quite a bit, to be honest. And, mm. and it's, if we're not doing if we're not if we don't give their, our honest opinion of listen, you're going to sell three properties here because you got too much debt. Mm. You might have equity over there, but the rent. Oh, yeah. The one thing I'd say, you know, about we 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 put together um, we put together portfolios. We, we create an asset allocation, and it can be anything from depending on what you need to achieve bit of cash because you always needed some liquidity, fixed interest, strange shares, property international shares. So we are not like stockbrokers. Uh, we don't trade portfolios. we don't make money off trading because that's a bit of a conflict there in itself. Um, our job is to design an asset asset, asset allocation, that's in the best interest of the client and to create diversification. So if there's a property downturn that you don't have all your eggs in one basket and mm. then you've got tenancy risk if, if they leave and you've got no cash flow and mm. all that kind of stuff, that is our job to bulletproof a strategy. Mm. Um, so I guess, you know, you know, why do I do what I do? Why do I love doing what I do? It's for that, for that specific mm. reason mm. so that we can take that stress out of people's lives. Mm.
2: Well, you're yeah. literally helping people on a massive scale like you not to get a you know to suck you off in a massive way but like um, we'll talk about that after the show yeah
1: cool but
3: but like you you know you're helping people with their relationships we have a huge responsibility yeah and you know yeah we don't take that don't take that lightly yeah
2: exactly absolutely
3: um
2: you've definitely made me want to come and see you mate for sure so
0: so all right so if you were tommy what would you do so tommy for example Mm. um because there's probably a lot of our listeners are probably Tommy, right yeah, now, yeah, you know, a lot of them. Um, Sick <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh man, I wish the listeners could have seen your face then. Yeah. Um, really, he liked, he liked that one, didn't he? he I was yeah, right yeah, around. He it. Did. Yeah, I really knew it. Um, but um, so yeah, yeah, like, clearly, I'll would never you, have
2: a corporate job now.
0: What would you? Uh, what would you do? I mean, yeah, what would you well, do? Just, uh, the, the first z- thing I would, the first, yeah. the
3: first thing I would do, yeah. is go and Google compounding interest. Mm. I've got a
0: compound interest um, Calculator in my phone At all times for Are you growth. serious? Uh, no I'm dead serious I've got a heart on then I'm dead serious I'm I'm dead. I'm deadly serious um, But it was for well, The growth interest of our podcast of interest.
2: interest that grows on interest Yeah
0: It was the, it was the, the snowball effect Basically yeah, and it was snowball. Because, if, yes. if,
3: if you have $100 And you invest that And you get You get a 10% return Uh you're going to earn 10 bucks on it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So the next time you go and in- reinvest that money for another 10% return, you're not re- reinvesting $100, you're no. investing 110 Yes. It's and exactly
0: then- the growth we talk about with our podcast. That's what we want. That's the exactly. compound interest. Every- when we do the, the, the podcast projections, it's yeah, compound interest. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And, and, yeah. and
3: you put that, and that's like I was going to talk about, you know, superannuation while...
0: You know, yeah.
3: Hey, hey! this is the, this is real talk.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Real boring talk. And this has been uh, Adventure but Radio, guys. <laughs> so, uh, see you next week. If you're Tommy, right,
3: yeah. the first thing I'd find out is do I have any super and where is it going and is it in five different funds because it probably is through if you do work in hospitality yep. or go and do this, that and the other. Put it in one particular. Put it in an industry fund. I'm not naming any names because... I'm gonna be careful about giving product advice. Yeah, but mm-hmm. put it in, put it in. Look for a good industry fund with low fees and good returns. Um, you'd be amazed by putting like literally by putting an extra five hundred or a thousand bucks in your superannuation fund in your early twenties, dude. You got forty years. Yeah. Where you just don't even know what's going on there. The compounding effect over that period of time, just by putting an extra five hundred or a thousand bucks, you could wind up with an extra. I don't know. 100 grand.
1: Mm. Can I ask over you? Over 40
0: years. Can I play massive devil's advocate there and try and do my best job to shoot Super down? So, Super, obviously, if you say you're going to end up with $100,000 over 40 years with Super through the compound interest, did you say? Just in interest alone? Is that what you're talking about? Just to be, just to yeah, be clear. Yeah,
3: no, by putting in an extra amount now and getting the compounding impact of that
0: over time. Yeah. From yes, yeah. So, little things, so, big things. so up. Um, can we do the. I don't think so we should. We, have yeah, do these ones? So, with. <laughs> um, with so, what, so with your super because how much do we lose of that in inflation basically because you have to take into, ca- into account 3% yeah 3% so and then so with your super so if you're investing in super how much super are we putting in what's the nominal well, rate how well, much should well, your super, how not, much should nine, you super
3: nine grow 9.5% of your income goes into super so whether you yeah. li- listen whether you like super or not I don't really care because you've there. got super mm. so you may as well know what's, what you're doing with it and and, and ha- what return you're getting
0: on it because it's your fucking money. Mm. Yeah. So for for people, you know how people that like to pour more money into their salary super, sacrifice, more 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 money, salary sacrifice, more money into their super. For example, mm-hmm. just as just as a question, because I like to always because people say well, I had lunch with um. Do you know Jazza Quinn? Mates no. with mates with. Uh, he's a. I thought you might have known him through. through oh, hang on. J- Jazza no, no, on Edge? Edge yeah Jazza yeah, yeah sorry yeah. of course I do yeah, yeah. So, so I had, um, had lunch with Jazza um, two days ago um, and we were talking uh, to this guy who he just was eavesdropping on the conversation mm-hmm. he was actually like good at the start and then we started talking about our mates getting divorced and he jumped in that conversation really? we're like hey, hang a sec mate just how about you just fuck, fuck off, you off now it, yeah fuck it. <laughs> but anyway he was telling us about how he invested in real estate and uh, bought his house in Bri- in in Brighton or Elwood, whatever you know, thirty years ago. I bought it for you know. You hear those stories. Yeah, I bought, yeah. I bought a house in Brighton for a hundred and fifty dollars. You know? I had a paperclip. Yeah, I mean, a I could, house for it. Yeah, but I mean, <coughs> sorry. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you got to take it. Hang on, account. I live in Elwood. That's got four tails. Get to about super. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but I mean, because uh, a lot of people don't understand how inflation works and how it affects the money that they invest. Like, obviously, real estate. Goes up ten percent a year, whatever in Australia over one hundred and fifty years. So you're mm-hmm. head, you're ahead of the game. There's seven percent mm-hmm. there that you're going to have more money than the money you're losing for b- because things are costing more. Yes, but that's one thing that people. Would you agree? Am I am I wrong here in saying that people don't understand inflation at all? all?
3: Right, Kyle, I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna pick you up on one. Go for point. it. You got to be really careful. I get that you're a property guy, mm-hmm. uh, and the long-term return on I'm not really
0: a property guy. I just oh, yeah. well,
3: you you know property. Yes. Or, or the only thing I see. The Australian way is bricks and mortar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I get that because it's something that's tangible. You can look, you can touch it, you can feel it, you can drive past it and, and it makes you feel good. Um, the, other, the only thing I'd say is that's not the only asset that's out there yeah, that can sure. get you a return. The returns on Australian shares versus Australian property over a long period of time are, are pretty similar. Yep. But to, to your point, you're dead right. And the best way of explaining that is if you have $100,000 and you invest that in a term deposit, at 7% per annum and this is how the, the mentality of some older people is is like I'm risk averse I don't want to take any risks I can't afford to lose my money so I'll take my $100,000 I'll put it in a turn deposit at 7% which this is just playing with figures here Yep. and I get $7,000 a year but and every year I get that seven grand. easy awesome amazing you are, your, your $100,000 has a diminishing value over time that's right because that seven thousand dollars does not buy you the same amount year on year on year because of the impact of inflation, which is why you you always have to have a portion of your assets in, in a growth style to out to outperform yeah. the impact of inflation.
0: Basically you're making mm-hmm. with that analogy that you just made, you or not analogy, with that like Logic. example example you've just made. Yeah. You're basically making on the seven on the seven thousand dollars that this person's making, they're basically able to spend four thousand dollars worth of on goods because three percent because three percent
3: not quite sorry not quite just because um you, you you've you've used three percent being three thousand dollars but three percent of seven seven grand like, bugger all yeah, yeah it's a lot no, lower. I know, but, 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 but the point but the, is the, the same the,
0: the cost of th- the cost of goods the cost across, of goods across are go, the board are going got 3%. up. So you, but, you but you're want, only four percent better off, right? But
3: but to but to survive, yes, yes, yes. that's that's the point I'm making. Sorry, four so percent to you're survive. Basically
0: thinking you're up seven percent, mm-hmm. but you're not. You're up. Yeah. You're up four yeah, so percent. Yeah, inflation's just, catching up. Just like you know. Yeah. Well, that's why we have to to look su- at the nominal
2: rate, though, isn't it? What's that? The nominal rate is the See, Tommy's, yeah, Tommy's the, throwing
3: re- it re- re- oh, re- re- up. <laughs> re- he re- was, re- he was he re- mucking re- around on re- Google re- before. <laughs> the, oh, the nominal <laughs> rate of <in> return. I'm taking up too much. He does. Yeah. See, this yeah. is the thing. We shouldn't Mate, under- yeah. we should not underestimate. Yeah. you. Oh, Yeah, yeah, Before we lose the topic, what was your what was your point about super?
0: Um, no, I wanted to know. Um. I wanted to know I can't remember what my point Why was would you you want to you put you, your your money money away. Away. you, you later. appear
3: to have a problem yeah you're talking about people putting extra money into super yes and you, if you're going because
0: if you're putting so does super because I don't know the in bush. I don't know fuck all about super I really don't so <laughs> does super um, is super compounded like, do you earn you interest in okay. super? Okay. It should really depend okay. on the
3: okay. thing you with. That, see, now I get, I, I get it. Everyone's turned off, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's turned off half an hour ago. But I, <laughs> yeah. I actually this believe people are This is the stuff on. that I get really excited about. I'm mm-hmm. turned on. Right, so superannuation and this is the media,
0: the media I already know the answer I, I, I fucked up with that question it's okay yeah. but yeah. now yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm
3: about to drive this right down your gob yeah he's gonna
1: kill up here <laughs> with his, his bull fucking
3: fast <laughs> donker right there he's <laughs> not <But laughs> about the thing is that, um, it's already I mean, mate, it's all money I like <laughs> hey listen I like I didn't even hear that the, 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 it's all money right so I like money so but super hence the jizz super is a structure it's like you invest in a family trust. I told you, if this happened, I told you from the start, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep going. <laughs>
1: Stitches twice. <laughs> 12 seconds.
3: It's just a structure. It's just a different ownership structure for your money. But the, what you can do with that money is exactly the same as what you can do personally.
0: Yeah, so I get it. The I rates it, yeah. of
3: return, but the, the beauty of it is that instead of getting taxed at your marginal tax rate the maximum you can the maximum tax you can pay in super is 15%. percent mm-hmm. And that's why the compounding impact is much much greater because you're not losing whatever it is, you know, let's say your average is like 30%. Well, you're not losing 30% of your money to then go and reinvest. Or three thirty percent of whatever your investment earnings are, you lose fifteen percent. I've gone a bit hard on super I feel. Anyway, let's <laughs> move on. Actually, getting a lot out of it. Yeah. No, I, yeah. but really? I mean, but no, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. serious. Really? At the end of the day, you know, yeah, we work, we we live for the now, mm-hmm. but we plan for the future. Mm-hmm. That's that's human nature. Most, just about all people will do that. And once you hit a certain age, maybe you hit like forty five or maybe even a bit, like maybe 40 to 45, like you, people are starting, we, we talk to these people, they're like, why are you here to see us?" Well, I need to start planning for retirement mm. and even though you're only 40, 45, it's like, yeah, shoot, you got, but it's like, well, it's only 20 years away, like I'm mm. going to start planning for it. You're going to start to care a lot more about what's in your superannuation fund because as an advisor, if I can say, well, that extra thousand bucks you put in, you know, maybe even you did that because at that point in time you know this isn't my advice because if people are individual you know individual objectives and so forth maybe to save for a house mm-hmm. well if you save for a house or you're paying off a mortgage I'm not telling you to put extra money into super but if you have that ability by the time you hit 45 you're like oh I'm worried about retirement and I'll be looking at your super fund go okay well you got half a million dollars in superannuation right now and that'll keep earning and compounding for the next 20 years. Mm. Mate, go away and enjoy yourself because your, your retirement's looked after. Yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then how does that how does that get affected when... Um, so with super, you can choose where your super is invested, right? Whether yeah. it's in property, uh, bricks and mortar and shares or whether it's shares, whether it's bricks and mortar individually, right? Is that, is you, that correct? You can. You can under certain investment. But yeah, mo- that's most, right. people,
3: most people just... Chuck it in the growth option, and you get so an, you the get an asset allocation.
0: What well, so so because mm. what mm. happened with um so what happened when the global financial crisis hit and everybody lost their super? That was for people that were invested in the, all their super was invested in uh, in in contributors that had share portfolios right all shares and then cuz a lot of people oh yeah, yeah explain yeah. it to me because i don't understand exactly how it worked but a lot of people lost basically all their super when we had that but downturn that, that right but it wasn't
3: really wasn't it wasn't all invested like it wasn't really theirs so so this is this is the bit that i get that i you know, i'm glad you raised it because it, it does actually piss me off is that people didn't people didn't lose super mm-hmm. like during the gfc the headlines were super superannuation halves superannuation is a bad investment as I said before, superannuation is just a structure. You make the decision as to where you invest your money. Yeah. And you could have had it all in cash, in super. Good yeah. luck to you. You didn't lose any money during the GFC. You wouldn't want to be... You know, like, for, for the most part, assets, even at their low point, or even at the the, the, the height of the, the height of the market prior to the GFC, most markets have now even after the fall, have now recovered and gone well past that point. Yeah. Mm. So if you're still sitting in cash, and some people, some idiots are still sitting in cash mm. because they tried to quote-unquote time the market, mm. you're a fool. Mm. You are a fool. I'm sorry. But anyway, getting back to your point, um, if you invested in shares and those shares uh, – I don't, I don't want to overcomplicate this, but if, if those shares fell but they were still okay companies – like the banks, Woolworths, whatever. You didn't mm. lose any money because it was all on paper. If you made a decision to sell at the low point of the market, then you lost money because you cashed in. Yeah. Mm. But if you hold those companies for the long term, they're yeah, back to where they are. They're yeah. back, back, well they're, to where they they're work. better off. Yeah. And this comes back to me, what I do as a professional. I bring people back off the plank. That's what mm. we do. That's what mm. financial planners says. sometimes it's not what they, do. they don't pay me to Make decisions. It's it's. I they pay me to help them not make decisions. Yeah, it's as well. making them confident again, so they don't freak out and take all that shit well, back out. Make make poor decisions based on based on your heart, not your head. Mm. Because uh, you know, as hard as it was for some people, the smart money was actually reinvesting into the market during the GFC mm. because. Mm. If A lot of people have heard of Warren Buffett. He's the most successful investor in the world. He's like the third richest guy in the world. Mm -hmm. He's He's known for these sterling quotes, the most fantastic quotes. One of them is, be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. So basically, when everyone else is selling, you go in and buy and buy hard. Mm. And the other one, which is just a cool one, is it's only when the tide goes out that you realize who's been swimming naked and that is you can take all the risks in the world when the market's going up because everybody's making money yeah. even on bad investments highly geared whatever but when that market pulls back when the tide goes out you you there are people sitting there you know swinging their dick in the in the breeze yeah 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 so, yeah so getting back to
2: um cuz you're i mean one of the reasons why I really wanted you on the show um as well as apart from just being a mate but um, it was your it's your passion for helping the youth in making these um, long term financial decisions that are going to benefit and all that benefit yeah. them and all that sort of stuff and um just to sort of use you for personal uh, for a personal agenda at the moment like yeah. for me I mean I'm I'm um like I said before like I'm um, I'm not broke but like I'm um, you know obviously not killing it with money um and I, I I'm fine with that because I like my biggest passion is. Talking shit and um, getting really good content out there for the listeners on on this podcast. It's the, the yep. podcast. I love this podcast. Yep. Um, I love doing the YouTube stuff um, and uh, and all this sort of thing. But I understand that they're they're purely just passion based. And mm. you know, you and I follow um, similar people on YouTube, and they always say the money will come later and all that sort of stuff. But yep. at the same time, it would be good to have something set up right now, just because I think it's it's a it's smart for me to to learn how to be financially smart, yeah. you know, with all this sort of stuff. So I feel like for me right now, I still want to do a lot of traveling and all this sort of thing. And I feel like at some point I will want to um, get some sort of investment. Um, well, I have an asset so that I, I have money. I, basically I want to achieve financial independence and have a passive income. Yeah. Cause that, that's just very smart to, to look forward to. But um, if you thought, if I came to you, would you look at all that and go, the first thing you need to do is realize a a financial goal with all this sort of stuff
3: because I just don't have one no no, not necessarily yeah well I can't think of what I would want to do I think I think you need to work out what's what's most important to you yeah and by the sound of what you've said to me what's most important to you is living your life right now Mm. and and maybe travelling and whatever I mean I don't know how how much the level of investment goes into the things you're passionate uh, about maybe maybe nothing but I mean it's What is the first thing that we would say to you versus Mm. anyone else doesn't matter who you are is what are your objectives Mm. I can't tell you that Mm. like I can't tell anyone that you need to have a Tom you need to have a financial plan yeah 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 like what kind of what what kind of wanker am I yeah I mean I I can't (laughs) (laughs) well we all know that I can't tell you not what you've got mate (laughs) I can't I can't tell you where you should be Mm. like you you have to figure that out for yourself so like I'm a big goal. A, I like. I'm a big goal setter, mm-hmm. and it's not. Fina- it's not necessarily financially driven. So, what what are the things that are most important to you right now? Um, that would that would be the best sort of starting point. Yeah. And if if you kind of unpack that, and we would have a bit of a chat about that, and you say, "Well, look, okay, these things are really important to me right now. They're my they're my priorities. I, I want to travel." Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you should be still saving money and setting up a budget but that's because your goal is to have 10 grand by the end of the year to travel Mm. awesome like Mm. that was mine at your age Mm. others others will be I want 10 grand at the end of the year because that'll mean I've then got enough to go and buy a house or invest in a share portfolio or whatever it might be that's their goal yeah but if then at the same time you know you go well yeah okay I don't want to do that but yeah, I, w- I want to start something mm. cool well let's work out how much you earn how much you spend and how much you might want to put away just for a rainy day so when you hit 30 you might have 50 grand in the bank mm. Mm. does that make sense yeah definitely yeah it's just I think it's the at the
2: moment I'm kind of thinking like oh saving is good because saving is good you know now, it's good to have money in the bank But like I just don't
0: but that's probably not a bad thing, though. Yeah, I know. You, but, you, like, for, for if I was but that's to look, not a smart goal. No, but I've like always... I can't I was, adhere to that. Well, yeah, you know? that's fair enough. But for me, yeah, I'm sure you could make a goal out of it. Yeah. Like, you know, sitting down with Huey or, you know, actually putting some real thought into it. I'm yeah, sure I you need, could yeah. come up with, some, with, with somebody's guidance. Mm. You could probably do that. Like, but from 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 outside looking in, what I reckon... here, I've never really heard you talk too much about money, but we talk about money a bit. But yeah. it seems like you're loving what you're doing right now, want to travel, want to work on the podcast, project, but you, you're you at that point in your life where you, you feel like, but I do want to start thinking about having something oh, there. Absolutely. So it might yeah. be like Huey says, it might be... Rainy right, day sort it, of you, stuff. You do, you save, your, you, you save your fucking for your holiday and for whatever you want to do, but you've got another plan that you put a little bit extra mm. money aside, like Huey said, in some bank account, some mm. fucking that you never touch, whatever, mate. Mm. but that's... Yeah, just because you don't have a full but, a full plan, you can still save money for the sake of saving well, money because well, you'll figure mm. out a plan or, or you can make a plan.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and again, ha- having a chat about that between the two of us, if I could say to you, righto, put away this amount of money, invest it in this. Mm. Statistically, if you invest it, and I'm not talking about a growth asset, it mm-hmm. could be a term deposit giving you, you know, I mean, it's a bug rule at the moment, 2.5%, but an investment that's going to give you a return. And if you keep putting the same amount on a consistent basis and you consistently get the same kind of average return over 5 years, this is what you will have. Mm. And what you can then go and do with that is xyz. And then mm. you might look at that and go, shit, I like this. I like the sound of that. Mm. Those numbers stack up to me. I'm going to commit to that. Mm. But at the moment, you are like, oh well, oh yeah, money's in my bank account; it's burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. it looks kind of cool now, but what am I doing with it? Uh, but that's because you don't have a goal in yeah, mind. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it's like you go back to the people that you know. You alluded to a couple of we what follow the same people on yeah. YouTube and this out and the other. I mean, they're kind of some of them are a different kettle of fish in relation to, like they're they're just like. I will work twenty hours a day yeah. until I have taken over the world. Yeah. I happen to be doing it in the. The point is that if you are going to do that, like Bill says, do it in and in invest in yourself, being adventure fit, travel, or this podcast mm. or your YouTube channel. Even though at this point in time, you know that's not earning an income, of course. But invest in whilst you're working as a as a trainer at mm. Schwartz's CrossFit. Great, that's still giving you a lot of other time to invest in yourself. So mm. you've got a fallback plan. You're not like dreaming. Um, but that those types of people that were like you, Gary Vaynerchuk's of mm. the world, like yeah, yeah. He he's he's an intense individual that yeah. is like, I will not stop until I've conquered the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the, he's or not the New York Jets. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Exactly job. right. I have to own the New York Jets. Exactly. Yeah. But he's not saying, oh yeah, I'll conquer the world, but. I still want to play my guitar. I don't want to travel. Yeah, it's so, true. So, like, I think you just need to find. I think uh, here I am, I'm trying to. No, I'm a, no. I'm your guidance counselor. Yeah. I think you got to look. You got to do a bit of soul searching, a little bit. Mm. Not put any pressure on yourself because mm. it, it'll come. Like, dude, you're fucking young. Mm. But eventually, you'll 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 figure out where you want to go, and then yeah. and then you can sort of really hone in on it. I guess. Mm. Mm. That that would be my thought, but yeah, it's inter- it's interesting as well because I I just like.
2: No, you're right. Yeah, I've just got. To, I've just got to like. I need. I need. I feel like I just need a. Yeah.
3: An idea. Of but I, I feel I like did, my interpretation yeah. of you is that you are actually a very driven, very motivated person. Yeah. Like you wouldn't be doing your YouTube channel, you wouldn't be doing this podcast, um, and you wouldn't be having these thoughts. Mm. If you actually didn't have a little bit of a flicker of a of a fire burning inside, mm, mm, mm. I think that's probably just needs to be fueled a bit more, and then yeah. you figure it out.
0: I think um, I think hanging around with me all day every day and, and oh, people are fucking legend. I don't know, people older than I'm people joking. people people older than you. Yeah, like, yeah. Tommy said to me, one, "I've converted
3: C He's,
2: he's
0: got it all now. serious."
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Um, this is but, the male penis, but um, <laughs> <laughs> because um, I spoke to Tommy a, a while ago and said. Um, You you were stressing about, um, you know, I need to have this and I need to have that. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that. And I said to to Tommy, I'm like, fuck, do you? I'm like, man, when I was fucking your age, all I was doing was taking party drugs, (laughs) drinking fucking four nights. I wasn't really, you know, like, Mm. and I was, and I was, all I wanted to do was travel the world. Mm. And, you know, that's cool. That was what I wanted to do. But Mm. I didn't, I'm still, I mean, I've got an adventure fit, But, you know, you got all the time in the world, man, to figure that shit out. You're not even 25. Yeah, it's good that you are thinking this way, mm. but you also don't have to rush yourself. Like, but I think you're wiser than most people in this regard for their age. Mm. I, I think that. I think you think. You, I know you think way more deeply about the world than people that are my age and Huey's mm. age, mm. and nearly anyone that I know. And that's a fucking great thing. So you'll figure it out, man. You'll mm. figure it out, and you don't. If I was you, I'd be twenty-four, and 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 just. But you know, put those thoughts into practice, and you know, you want to speak to Huey, but you, you don't yeah. need to rush it. Uh, my, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I yeah. don't.
3: Sorry, I no, just no. want to say I don't want to, I don't want to say that I, I disagree with that. But I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say. And, and I'm not trying to like be like disagree if you
0: disagree. No, oh, that's no, not no that, just say I'm not, not going to be offended. Of course yeah. not.
3: It's not that I disagree because I, am I'm, I'm really picking on something that you mm-hmm. said, and you may not have been so meant, meant it so literally. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't prescribe to the notion of saying, oh yeah, look, you're twenty, 24 not even yeah. twenty five. Just chill, man. Just yeah, relax. Yeah. It's like oh, fuck
0: that. But you, you said that yourself. You said when you were that age, that was that was your goal. That's what you wanted to do. You just wanted to travel. That was my choice. Yes. I don't push
3: that and say, you have to. You should do that because you're only 24 and that's what I did when I was nah, 24. I'm not, yeah. And I wasn't because pushing it. I'm not that, forcing him to exactly. do that. Exactly. I'm,
0: so I'm just saying, yeah. I think that there, he... Yeah, fair enough. I, yeah, you, didn't mind mind to take back I hate on. taking
3: you people so literally because yeah. I hate it when people do that to me sometimes. We're, yeah, we're yeah. kind of just talking like yeah. blue sky thinking yeah, sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But yeah. but I think it's good because other people might feel the same way. Mm. It's like there are people out there who did what you did, Bill, when you were nineteen, mm. but they didn't stop. Yeah, and good luck to them because yeah, that's sure. what they wanted to 100%. do. So you know, in your case, if if you make a choice mm. and say. Well, I want it all. Mm. I want to I, I want to hone in on something and give it everything I've got. Yeah. Um that doesn't mean you can't still take 3 months off a year and go and travel. Yeah. It just means you've got to have some really defined goals yeah. about how you're going to get there. Like that's something I I I am now I guess with the, with the the benefit of experience or just yeah, a bit of experience is that Saggy Balls.
0: Saggy balls, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good pair of balls. Well, that was before that was before the show we we're having that joke, weren't we? Was it? So the <laughs> listeners are just like, <laughs> like listeners are just thinking. Yeah. Where f- f- saggy balls come from? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> it's a prerequisite <pretty> coming <laughs> on the show. You have to show us a <laughs> My parents are listening to this. Yeah. Um yeah. Look, all I'm saying is that if you actually if you actually can define exactly where you want to go, yeah. whether it be well I want, to go, I want to go to India by midway through next year yeah. and I need this amount of money to do it. And I want this... Three cents. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I want... I posters. also want to have, be at this point with, you know, a, a, a business move or mm. my YouTube channel or whatever. Mm. Okay, well, this, just define it. Yeah, exactly. That's my, all. My, Otherwise, you kind of meander. Exactly. And like, you don't, I just get, need, you, you don't yes. want to get to 30 and go, oh, yeah, maybe I should have done, you know. You yeah. just don't want to get to any time in life and go, oh, I wish I had that time again. Mm. My, my, so. my thing is that like
2: I'm very, very, very impulsive. I'm really good at starting things and then I can like lose track of it because I've just, I clearly, well. You've from just a, started a new relationship, haven't you? Yeah, I just have to start. Yeah, Derek in <laughs> <and> corporate finance. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other one. <laughs> no, but um, uh, my, my thing is like I can just start things and I can go really, really right into it 100%. Like I'm, a, I'm very much a phases person. But, like, with the stuff that I'm doing now, like, I don't want to be a phases person. Like, I, I, my to be completely honest with you, my goal with the YouTube channel and my book is to change the world's view of anxiety. Yeah. Because I feel like they're, it, they're look, it's looked at wrong and what we talk about and what I've spoken to you about little bits yeah. and um, the way I talk about it in my book is the way that it needs to be. Where it's like, we can talk about chicks that we want to fuck. We can talk about, like you know, traveling the world, we can talk about like whatever, but we can also talk about how we're having a shit time. Yeah. And like, I just, I, I'm so, so passionate about it because the the type of anxiety that I had was, were, was, was, um, a scenario where not to say like I had it worse because I mean, everyone has shit in their lives, you know, but, um, for me specifically, I, the type of shit that I had was something where I felt like I couldn't talk to anyone about it because whenever I would say it, and I would be more than happy to say it, mm. um, people didn't understand it. Yeah, And, I mean, having having thoughts about, like, having intercourse with you, with people and your family members, um, going to hell, um, having to pick up rubbish and ghosts and all that sort of stuff, very funny concepts, but they kept me up all night, you know. And, like, whatever that is... Whatever I experienced, physical traits and symptoms were the exact same as what he gets when he has social anxiety. It's what you get when you have stress over finances or, or, or starting a business or what a heroin addict gets. The physical symptoms and the analytical approach that the anxiety does is all the same. And like, if we can create this thing where we, can all, where we all understand that anxiety is the exact same in everyone, irrespective of what the specific thoughts tell us, that will change the world. And it will bring everyone together, um, irrespective of the irony that it keeps us so separated because that's what fear does. And, like, that, that is my only goal that, like, I just, for lack of a better way of saying it, like, just hasn't fucking gotten away from my head. Yeah. I just don't know how to, like, define it into a smart system. Mm. And, like, the, the podcast, because I, I love doing the podcast because I feel open that every time we get a person on the show, like, I can just talk about whatever. There's, there's nothing too politically incorrect to talk about it which i think is great like I, we should be able to talk about anything you know this is why we're so passionate about it yeah like the the podcast is awesome like the youtube video stuff i'm loving but um i just don't know how to define those into smart systems so that's well, kind of
3: like what i'm thinking on, okay at yeah. The moment, yeah well i think i think the first thing and, and again like i mean this is this is this is just me giving my opinion now mm. this is nothing else but I think the, the the first thing that was the first thing that was good, the, the good a good thing to hear you say is that the purpose of your YouTube channel and your book is not to make money. Yeah, because yeah. if that was your sole passion, that passion will die pretty quick. Yeah, and, and people's bullshit meters are pretty good in Australia and you know, particularly in Australia, but generally people's bullshit meters these days are yeah. pretty good. Yeah, particularly on YouTube and social media. Mm. Um, and and they'll see straight straight through it. Mm. So mm. you know, I well, actually want
2: to. Get the book out of there for free. I just want to have a Kickstarter so I can make hard copies of it. But I just, I don't feel like I should make money off. Anxiety well, I mean, there's nothing really wrong low. with.
3: There's no, there's nothing. I'll be broke, mate. <laughs> hey, well, hey, hang on. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 I think. Yeah, I have to correct myself a little bit on that and make because the, the, you also can't. It, it's all very holier than now and pure to go. Ah, oh, money. <laughs> I just want to. Do this and that's like well, hang yeah. on a sec. If I'm going to devote this much time to it, I also need to live. I want to sustain it. You can make, make yeah. more. You can can make more
0: good in the world, Tommy, making more money. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I want to we're, sustain we're, what the, I'm doing. William William Mccaskill, um, that my favorite ever, Sam Harris podcast mm-hmm. with this dude who's an effective altruism. So he gives away. He he, he earns fuck. I think it's like two hundred fifty. He's a tenured professor professor in the UK somewhere. He earns like two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. pound or whatever a year, something like that. And he gives most of it up up to like £50,000 away. And he had this conversation about the problem with like being holier than thou, like like Huey said, is if you have X amount of money and you give, you know, 80% 80% of it away and you're like yeah cool or, or like the ability to earn X amount of money mm, you give the ability mm, 80% of that, that ability away that 80% it's like the compounding interest that Huey keeps talking about that money that you're not going to make is money that you're not going to be able to invest in making other oh, people happy and, and more yeah, expanding on your own world. thing yeah, yeah, you know it's, what it's, I mean you're of just going to be like here's my book there we go fuck got nothing out. like you you should be able to build I'm not saying I mean there's that thank you book from the thank you water the thank you water book sorry yep. which is free it's for a donation so that the the concept is out there people love it you know yep. whatever but I think that I think the idea in my opinion the idea that you have for it is really nice but I think you're going to be better served and other people you're going to serve other people better mm. by trying to make as much money as you can because then you're going to have all the options that Hugh was talking about and all the freedom and stuff to mm. do more of the passion of what you want to do and the passion of what you want to do is help people yeah you know what I mean yeah. so well, it's might, defining.
3: Yeah. It's defining. It's defining your end goal. Yeah, and defining yeah. the strategy around what what the end goal is. Yeah, and I've talked to you a little bit about this mm. before about you know things like YouTube channel and write a book, and it's like yeah, cool. Uh, but where? What? What is the end goal? Like, mm. I want to. I want to reach certain number of people every year through whatever it might be. And whatever. and then you kind of go, okay, well, working back from there, what's my strategy that's going to to get there? Yep. You know, you, you kind of – you can't – It's, like it's hard, it's hard to succeed by throwing a whole lot of balls up in the air and finding out which ones fall into the right places yeah. rather than having more of a defined approach. Yeah. And, I mean, l- earning a living out of it is obviously – a part of it yeah that's you know? right yeah. you can't necessarily
0: you can't necessarily Mike, yeah. do
3: it do it for, it's got a it's got a it's got a finite maturity date where oh, you're gonna definitely. go oh, this was good now I gotta get a job yeah exactly yeah but I like I for me right now like my
2: if I could have life perfectly planned for me right now it would be my life right now just not having to think about money from week to week so I mean yeah, like it's classic, isn't it? yeah in, in that So easy because of that. Well, because of that, I'm I'm really really thankful for it because like I like yourself, love getting up every day and like I mean, we're here sitting at 11 p.m. on a Thursday night and we're all I'm having a fucking sick time. Like it's just it's good. It would just be good not to have to think about oh yeah,
3: I can't afford whatever. Yeah, Yeah, but I mean that. That that is life. Yeah, of course. You of know, course. like there, are the the percentage of people in this world, particularly at the age of twenty four, yeah, that don't have to get up and worry about 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 a budget, yeah, and how they're going to pay their rent or pay their car loan, yeah, is minute. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. you know, like this, just you know, this is a specific kind of. I mean, we've talked about a, a lot of a lot of different things. Mm, mm. Um, so you know. This is kind of just one one aspect. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as I said, that that is that is what the vast majority of people deal with on a yeah, on course. a on a on a daily basis. You yeah. know, like you can There's a lot of, a lot of other things to me that are really was It's not as like I'm
2: waking up in a to war torn country either. Really, <laughs> no, that? right. Like I'm very I'm lucky. Yeah. Like, I'm not fucking you know. Yeah, but there's I mean, degrees
0: there's degrees there's, though. Yeah, you you. you you show me bank account all the time. I show you mine, and we're like, "Fuck with this <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, there, there is degrees. Oh, yeah, of for course. sure. And you, yeah, I, I don't have to walk I twenty
2: kilometers
3: that. just to get some water. You know, <laughs> this is true.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, mate. Um, but but I mean,
3: yeah, it's hard enough. I do <laughs> think that's the other thing. Like, I, something that I've become very, very passionate about. Like, I seeing about the types of things you, you know, that we we're going to talk about tonight. I'm mm. like, you know, okay. Well, what makes you? What makes me tick? And you know, like for for me, like. I am just a really, really determined mm. person to grow mm-hmm. as a human, mm. as a being, mm. um, and like the more the more I grow and mature and this, that, and the other, uh, the less the less the less I I care about what people think. Yeah, 100%. and the the that's actually quite liberating in the sense that the less I care what people think. It's um, great. Do what you then, want. Then you, that that's what fear holds everyone back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In every single aspect of life, fear is what holds you back. And if you can remove that, and and for me, like for too many years, I've cared what other people think of me. Mm-hmm. And like you know, we, we haven't talked about it, but I mean, we were talking about the whole vlog thing beforehand, and I've I've, I've started doing that. You know, like a, scratching a bit of a creative yeah. itch that I've got. Um, but I, the next the next vlog that I that I'm going to put out is actually. Me, I, I, it was a beautiful sunset down at Elwood Beach last weekend. I took the camera down there and just started chatting to the camera about why am I doing this. Mm. Um, and for me, the day that I can walk down the street with a, it with a, holding a camera in front of me and not giving a shit what anybody else thinks is going to be a bloody good day because at Best. the moment I, I haven't been able to do that. Yep. Yeah, I
0: could never do that. But Without 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 i did it thinking. outside here actually yeah. last without week yeah thinking <laughs> oh, do people think a good thing i'm a do? Yeah.
3: yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. but but how much how much what's your end potential going to be if you are, are able to go and actually remove that kind of fear oh, whether exactly. it's that all, all or those fears, or, yeah. or anything that's else that's right
0: um, people caring about about caring about what people think
3: i, yeah. I the other but the, the 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 thing that i think is important to balance from that is that um, I am after constant self-improvement mm. and, and to constantly self-improve, you do have to take notice of what other people's perspective is of you because perspective is reality. Mm. Your, my my perspective of me is not the reality. It's nah. your perspective of me and your perspective of me. And if All different realities. If, if I don't mm. really care about what you guys actually think of me as a mm. person, then I'm not gonna grow as a person and I, I literally may as well go and neck myself. Yeah. That, that's my view. Like the moment that I stop really caring about what people think that didn't take that too literally there. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but the moment that I stop really caring what people think of me, I, I think I'm probably gonna punch my ticket and I'll be I'll be I'll be out. But hang on, thing.
0: Huey, that's very contradictory to you walking down with the camera thing, isn't it? Didn't you just say that's what you you wanted to do?
3: Yeah, th- that's why I was trying to balance it because it, there's, I think there's a difference between me wanting to continually self-improve and leaning on others for that kind of uh, self-reflection, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. versus you. you versus, versus I. Uh, I am, I'm uh, happily talking to myself in a camera, and what you people think of that
1: yeah, yeah, does gotcha. not bother me. Yeah, that's gotcha. not
3: that's not what people think of me as a person. That's yeah. just like what an act an action of me doing, yes. like you cool. know. But like you still want to. Ma- you you want act- everyone to.
2: Yeah, you want to the make other people of, happy. The, the action of your, like your presence.
3: I probably, you know, I, 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 or everything happens for a reason, and obviously, uh, you know, Joe and I were meant to be. But yeah, if I had have been, if I hadn't have not cared about getting rejected by girls in nightclubs, I probably, I probably would have found the girl in my dreams at the age of twenty three. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, I, I fear would, fear would freeze you, and you, you know, you'd think yep. the more I drink, the less I'll care, and then I'll go and talk to everyone, and it's yeah. like, no, that that doesn't work. You yeah. just wind up spewing your guts up and spending more money <laughs> on Derek from corporate finance <laughs> that's right but I mean it's as, you know you might get nine no's but the tenth yes might be the person of your it's dreams yep. but it's fear that stopped you from doing that yep. or making the sales call because someone at the end of the phone's going to they don't even know you from a bar of mm. soap you'll never see them face to face because they said no you shit yourself yep. mm. instead if you don't give a toss all of a sudden that tenth person you ring up might have mm. might might be a commission for you of you know mm. 50, 50 grand.
1: Yeah. So the
2: That's
3: the right. reason
2: that I um actually started the YouTube channel was from like a, a bit of a, a hidden personal agenda, and it was I was speaking to um a guy today about it this morning. I set up a meeting because I wanted to see how to monetize some of this sort of stuff, and um the reason why I did it was because I felt like all of these um the OCD and the anxiety, all the all the thoughts that I had with it were just so um so encompassing, and I, I it went again went against everything of who I was and I like literally I, even when I was coming through like the last six months to a year of it, it was still there a little bit. Like I felt like I hadn't fully conquered it and I felt like, fuck it. The the only way for me to fully conquer and accept this fear is to literally put myself out there um, for all judgment to see, just to see, just be like, oh, I'm going to tell the world because this is me. Um, This is what I went through. And so I started the YouTube channel and um, the more videos I did in relating, the more the more confident I became at talking very specifically about what it was. because when I first started talking about anxiety, it was like a very it was a very gradual process for me to be honest because it freaked me out thinking mm. about what you would think about me as a person mm. that in saying things like fears about sexuality, fears about schizophrenia, fears about hell and, and all the other things, you know. I was like, fuck, like, because, I mean, the fear is there because, like, what if you said something to me that made the fear worse? Like, oh, well, that, maybe that's because you will go to hell. And I was like, it would send a whirlwind of, of anxiety. You know, it's a fear of fear, perpetuation. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I started the YouTube channel on that note, but personal development is, like, the biggest thing for me as well in the, because it, it makes me happy. Like, the sense of achievement in having a big accomplished day there's nothing better than it and what whatever that is even if I just train for one day I know that I've got something out of that day and that day's been fulfilling to some degree and in in doing all of this stuff with the mental health like it's not just because I want to help people as well it's because I want to help myself as well like if I can talk to someone and they open up to me I feel more comfortable to open up to them and i'm ticking it's like i'm ticking off fears in my head and like if i can if i can become the master and conquer every fear that i have or will have i'll literally be the happiest person in the world because i'll be able to do whatever i want um Obviously, like, taking into account what you said before. um, But I'll be able to do whatever I want because I won't be held back by anything. And right now, little things in my head still freak me out, like, going into very specific details about some of the thoughts. But I want to do it. Um, The the next YouTube videos I've got planned are going to do that. Um, Public speaking. I public speak all the time for work. But, like, just talking to a a quiet – in a quiet room – um, to like 20, 30, hundred people just freaks me out a little bit. But like because it scares me, I have
3: to do it. Yeah, I, I throw myself into uncomfortable situations yeah. all the time. Yeah,
2: but that's how you grow. Yeah,
3: exactly right. It's exactly how you grow. It's the only way that you will actually conquer the fear and, and yeah. grow, as you said. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. So I just, I just can't like. I mean.
2: Writing the book as well was another one, but I just can't – I can't see my life now not doing that sort of stuff where it's like – because everybody knows the – this is why meditation helps in my eyes because it like – it really helps you become self-aware of the reactivity of emotions in response to your thoughts. And fear is a good one for me because I know whenever I get those like that racing heart or something, um, if it's a rational base, like if it's – if I'm fucking – you know, next to a tiger or something, that anxiety is there for a reason to keep me safe. Mm. But if I'm sitting somewhere and I start to get that, those, that feeling of anxiety, I'm starting to think, okay, where's this coming from? Once I hone in on where it's coming from, I have to do the opposite of what my head is telling me because I know that I'm just beyond this feeling of fear. I'm about to grow as a person and it's like hard, but it's so important, you know, but, um,
3: I know how I got onto that. Amen.
2: <laughs> yeah. That was deep.
0: Yeah. Back super. I've got a question. I've
3: got a question for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, talking about mental health. Yeah. Right. What's your view? Uh, what's your view of all these AFL footballers mm. that are, are coming out, quote unquote, bravely. Yeah. And discussing and yeah, discussing publicly their their mental health issues and the origins of those mental health issues. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, one of the first things I learned when I spoke to a psychologist is a lot of mental health issues are drug-related. A lot Is that what, the sort of area you're leaning towards? No. Oh, right, okay. Um,
3: well, I know for me that when I... Oh, s- there's speculation that yes. some of them are drug-related. Yeah, of course. And but like, there's also... spec. There's all, Well, not speculation. Yeah. The most recent ones with, say, your... Uh, your, your Tom Boyd, mm-hmm. who's just come out, and who's the other one? Uh, Jeremy. Uh, oh God, doesn't um, matter. But yeah. but well, Buddy uh, Franklin was
1: obviously yeah. One. Buddy
3: Franklin was one of them. Yeah. But but more more like more performance. Yeah. More performance orientated, like yeah. the pressure and the spotlight. That that of sort of that that sort of oh, aspect of it. Yeah,
2: I mean like. We're, like you said before, this we're just speculating. Like we got no idea what their depression or their anxiety is related to. Yeah, and like I feel like, do you know it's funny in 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 talking about mental health openly and all this sort of stuff? There is a degree of me that looks back. Um, there's a side of me that looks back on who I was and goes, "I was just being a pussy." Like I, there, there was a part of me that like I feel like this is another thing where I feel like if I can if I give into fear once. That'll show up somewhere else. And if I give into that fear, then I'll eventually let fear succumb me again. Mm. And that that's how to some degree a generalized anxiety disorder um, can can become about. Because like, you know, life is hard. Life is really hard. Everyone's got shit in their lives. I'm not gonna sit here and say, Oh, I had it really tough. Mm. I've to you know, relatively speaking, everyone's got it really, really hard Mm. because everyone has things in their life that are uncomfortable. And we all just have to cop it as humans that we have to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations to be better humans. But don't they say that, I
3: mean, mental, mental, mental health issues in the true, true sense of the word mm-hmm. is more of a sickness, an illness... Yeah, as a and po- I don't as, agree as a po- as a po- okay, chemi- well,
0: a chemical a chemical imbalance that you're predisposed to anyway. I, I, I well, well I think, yeah, I guess, I guess so but
3: because I, I
2: don't I don't believe that it's a mental illness unless but, you're talking about chemical imbalances like things like bipolar and stuff. I feel like generalized anxiety disorders, OCD, all that sort of stuff. What, what are, depression,
3: like depression.
2: Well, there's different forms of depression though. Yeah. Like de- depression can come about from tons of different things. Like yeah. you, you can and the be stress and pressure clinically... of, of footy would be one of them for sure. Oh, of course, but I wouldn't oh, call I would that. Imagine. I wouldn't call that an illness.
0: Uh, but I just, I just say depression. I, I'd say the, 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 the oh, thing. Whatever the old camera. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever depression is, I, I think it can come on from. But I, I think different there's ways, different like ways of treating it though, as well. Like. For someone who's got bipolar
2: and has very acute highs mm. and then serious lows, mm. that's a clinical illness. And I would say that person, speaking in general terms, needs some form of medication. Mm. I'd say depression from external circumstances, like the pressures of footy or anxiety because of the pressures of footy, is something that can, can be treated through psychotherapy, um, can be treated with like habitual behavioural cognitive change and yeah. things like that. There's different types of it. But I going back to your question, I think it's it's a good thing that people are just look like on a very fundamental level, yeah. people are saying, "Hey, like I'm a fucking ledge, like people look at me, I'm tomboyed, I'm a superstar, you know I've got it, I've got all the girls want me, I've got tons of money, but I'm also struggling at the moment, and I need some time off because I'm just a human,
0: mm. you know like I think that's I'm really on that big. level it's good I'm really big on that I'm having yeah. um, lunch with my um, grandmother on Saturday. Huey. Oh, she? Yeah, she's good. She's good. <laughs> and uh, the last time I spoke to Nan, I went and had lunch there about three months ago, and we talked about my grandpa who killed himself. Yeah, he took his own life um, from depression, and his father before him, or whatever. And me and Nan, because all the stuff that I'd been through, and again, like Tommy says, it's all relative. Like I'm, it's what fucking first world problem. Like I've yeah. had a good life, we, and we've never, but,
2: but we've never tried to say no, that. That's know, right. Yeah. But
0: but when I was talking to Nan about the stuff I'd been through. Nan was like, yeah, but the great thing about it is, Bill, the great thing about it is you live in 2017. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, yeah, now, exactly. Because my, my grandpa, he was like captain of the. He, he, he got taken out of school at um, year nine or ten by his dad to work on the apple orchard that the family owned. But up until that point, he was captain of the cricket, club, mm. cricket, cricket side, captain of the footy side, it like was really killer. talented, talented, good looking dude, whatever. And he was like alpha male kind of scenario. Mm. And Nan was like, there's no way in hell that your grandpa would talk to anyone about it. No. Nah. His mates would fucking, would they would, they, berate him, they would berate him. He would be frowned upon socially, business-wise. Yeah. He wouldn't be seen as a strong business leader. Exactly. Like there was nothing he could do yeah. to get it off his chest. And to, and talking to people is the biggest thing. Yeah. You know, that's the first step, and My, the most important yeah. step. So True. the fact that the day that we live in this day and age, maybe some people, oh, maybe there is people that are out there that are maybe... Attention grabbing. If that was to mm. point, a part of your point, I'm not sure, but but I think the general overriding fact that people are talking about it more and more and more. Yeah, that's why, man, Tommy, me and Tommy, man, Tommy, on this podcast, like we're a health, fitness, and travel podcast. whatever mm. we have an un, we have an uneven percentage of our shows that are, that are dedicated around mental health. Yeah, for mm. the very reason that we've both been hit by it, and then. When we started talking about it a little bit, you know, we started getting people the feedback. I got a guy. I got a guy that I'm personally talking to. I'm sure you probably do too, too, as well, Tommy. Tried to sell a trip to a guy the other day, and a guy in New Zealand, and called him, missed missed a call, texted him, "Hey man, missed your call. I want to call you about New Zealand, that Iceland trip." He was like, "No man, I'm not going to come." But do you reckon I could send you an email about some stuff I've been going on with my life? And I was like. Yeah, dude. Mm. Try, feel free. And he was a listener of the podcast. Yeah. When I talked about the stuff I'd been through earlier in the year, he's like, Man, I'm in the exact same position. The words that you said were the words from my mind that mm. I couldn't say. He goes, What do you think about that? And I'm talking to this dude on a one to one basis, just trying to work shit out for him. Yeah. You know, and I reckon I've only it's only been a couple of emails back and forth at this stage, but I've and that's one example, but like just a little Facebook message and I've positively impacted people by mm. me. Saying what I've said over the over the journey, and when I went through my roughest trot, I reached out on a social media post, which I like to keep social media to being memes and fucking basketball videos yeah. you know, for me. But I put a thing out on social media, and people were reaching out to me, and they were giving me heaps of stuff. So it's kind of like it's it's it, it's a win win. It's it's a ice a scratch. We put back. the shit out when, when oh. you were talking about when you were talking about the the YouTube channel and how you want to do the YouTube channel and how you love helping people and so on and so forth. I reckon a part of that for you because for me, a part of that is the fact that I'm trying to pay it back. Oh, absolutely. Because I know that at some point I'm going to go through another rough trot to some degree. Exactly. Hopefully I have more skills and tools to get through it easier and quicker and whatever. But I'm going to go through it and I've been through it before and people have helped me so I'm going really good now and I feel like I've got actionable things that I can help people with. Yeah. So why would I talk about it? Because I reckon it can help them, even if it's a small degree, you and know? they
2: can help you. But how? I mean, how? Look, I mean, like we're we're talking about this. Uh, yes, I want to help people. Sure, I don't want to be a life coach. That's just not who I am. I want to do this shit. If I could somehow get create a life where I could sustain my life and my family doing this, mate,
3: I'd be the happiest person in the world. Yeah. I'd give up CrossFit anything but, but for maybe, it. You know? Maybe. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't can't be this, but mm. even if it wasn't this, it could be like a variation. Oh, of course, of po- course, possibly a variation of it. I'm but, happy for it to evolve. Yeah, to evolve. No, but, the, yeah. the only reason I brought it up is because I, I, I just I am an ignorant reader of the newspaper. Yeah, uh, like most people. Yeah, and you kind of I was interested because I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a bit. I, I've been a bit of a skeptic in relation to the some of these footballers coming out mm-hmm. and going. I'm suffering from depression, and you can't help. It's not. It's not skeptical because oh, you've got everything. You're good looking and that. Because I, my my I, my best friend is one of the most charismatic, best looking blokes you'll see. But mm-hmm. he he's chatted to me a bit about this stuff that's in his family and how he feels a bit sometimes. It's wondering whether it's hitting him and this, that, and the other. <laughs> yeah. But. It's, uh, you know, I, I just think it's it's a slip. It's an interesting one because we, 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 for the majority of his podcast, we've been talking about you know wealth and money yeah. and setting yourself up, right? But if you look at, say, Tom Boyd, Tom Boyd came from GWS, I think, down to the Bulldogs, and he signed a ten-year deal, basically worth a million bucks a year, mm-hmm. and 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 he was essentially unproven. And aside from the grand final last year, he's actually still unproven mm-hmm. to a point where. He basically can't get a game. Mm -hmm. He's on a million dollars a year, and it's like, okay, well, because he had potential, and um, his his player manager and the market went out and went out and spruiked him and Mm -hmm. sold his services, and then someone's basically come in and said, yeah, well, hey, you you want your million bucks a year for ten years? All right, cool, we'll we'll give it to you. I think it was eight years. Mm. We'll give it to you. Awesome. Oh, how good's life? I've just got a million bucks a year. Mm. But all of a sudden, it's come back to bite him now because he didn't understand that the he didn't understand the responsibility mm. that came with that, mm. and that is the responsibility and the pressure to perform. Yep. And of course, with social media and the, and the spotlight and mm. so forth, you can't escape. And now, and now he's, and now he. Is off taking time off because of a depression or some mm. kind of?
0: Is that what he said? Is that because I don't? I don't read the Australian. Yeah, well, story. No. that
3: that was how I read Luke Beveridge. Yeah, his coach. I, I'm just to, genuinely asking because yeah. I don't actually yeah. know well, the that's, story. Well, that's how mm. I interpreted yeah. it. So, yeah. I, and but I think my, day, my, he's, my question, the day, struggling. Yeah, yeah. yeah, No, that's mm. that's cool. Yeah, but I'm just sort of like it's a, it's a bit of a, um, it's a. It's a bit of a slippery slide. Oh, you should the I, responsibility. No, the first... no, 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 right. no, 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 no. I'm not putting. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying, oh, harden up, harden up, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm actually just saying that 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 there are people there were at, people at the time probably didn't see this coming, but there were people around him that basically would have pushed him and sold his worth. Mm. He's worth a million dollars a year. He's worth a million dollars a year. Here and that everyone's competing for his services. And it's like, well, now look at what's kind of happened. He didn't. He hasn't necessarily been able to cope with the pressure of expectation, and now he's having time off footy for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just, I system. just find the whole concept quite interesting. And also yeah. to ask you, and I didn't realise, you know, Doc, that you would have had something to do with that as well. But you know, like sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, you have a couple of weeks off, and mm. yes, you're struggling. I get that, but uh you you do have it. You do have it pretty good. And, oh, and, and are course. you doing a disservice... That doesn't
0: matter though. No, yeah, that's, that's fair enough, all enough. But I are you doing a relative, dis- yeah. Are you
3: doing? Are you doing a disservice? Are you doing a disservice, <laughs> doing a disservice to those that are really struggling? Like I don't know. I don't know. But, I, I don't know. But, I, but, my take on that is,
2: is the- my take on that. Sorry, Bill. Is that like, irrespective of the fact of like? So people will look. People. This is actually one thing I want to change. Is that people today look at anxiety and depression to varying degrees. And at the end of the day, what he had, like what I was saying before, what you had or may have some down the track, we all go through shit periods. What he had, what I had, what someone has out there is is, is relative in their own personal life, and it sucks. Mm. And yeah. irrespective of like what, it, if, irrespective of someone who's been depressed or addicted to heroin for fifty years or whatever it is, like even if someone had a two week depression period. For that two-week depressive period, it was the worst thing of all time. Yeah. And, like, it, it's
3: like when It doesn't you, matter how it happened. The fact is it's happened. It,
2: it's yeah. happened. Yep. it's it, can be the no, most... There's no... Uh, there's a, actually, there's a quote on my ribs that was by Bob Marley, and it says, every man thinketh his burden is the heaviest. Mm. Where It's, it's just a, re, it's a, it's a phrase that talks about relatively, relativity, where it's like, I can't say to him, oh, man, I get social anxiety. He says, oh, I've got social anxiety because I, I don't want to be the, the big talker in the room. I can look at that and go, really? What the fuck? That's so petty, okay? He can look at me and go, what? You, you, you get worried that you want to fuck your old man or you, you want to fucking go to hell or something? That's so petty. I can fix that in in, in two seconds. The fact is, you're not me and I'm mm-hmm. not you and I can't see how you would have worded that in your head. I can't see the little things in life that, is, that have caused you to be that way. Yeah, And it's... The, the way the way I know the way I know that um, there are, um, there isn't yes there are varying degrees of severity but the fundamental issues are the same is because every person I've spoken to on the YouTube channel or in speaking to when I was going through it. Um, has the same resulting physical symptoms. Has the res, the same resulting behavioural patterns and actions. Everybody reaches a state where they they lose their libido. They they don't feel like they can connect with the world and they, they want to stay indoors. And it's just it's just it's so similar that I'm like fuck. It's the same thing. Are you yeah. gonna say you go? Oh, I was just uh,
0: gonna say yeah. I mean, the the you can have absolutely everything in the world. Have you seen that famous Jim Carrey speech that he talks about when he got everything he ever wanted? And realise yeah, like, is that G- like a graduation yeah, speech? Yeah, or yeah. Or Steve Jobs before he died. Yeah, yeah. Steve Jobs, but like the some of the people with the most money in the world, like the highest one of the highest um, suicide rates is people that are born into wealthy families. Kids mm-hmm. that are born into wealthy families, they have absolutely everything, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean shit. You know, you have to have they you have, have to, absolutely everything in society's view of everything. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So
3: um, I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I know. This is getting late. It's probably no, nah, mate. I'm fucking. Let's probably probably getting too late to sort of start unpacking this. But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it because I'm, I'm doing a disservice to all the three of us if I'm if I'm not honest about yeah, this. Yeah, we need to hear your side of it okay. as well. Um, I I think it's not about. Okay, so it's not necessarily about you know, that j- just because you've got certain things in life that you mm. shouldn't be, you shouldn't feel a certain way. But, I'm probably going to get a slap for this, but mm-hmm. I still think that some people just need a good slap across the face. Yep. Some people probably do. Like, you know what? Because oh, yeah, so you are talking about, do, but... it's, it's like, oh, your problems, your problems are still your problems and you feel how you feel. But it's like, you know, you talked before about how and I'm pointing at Tommy, but mm-hmm. you said, "Oh well, at least I don't have to walk 20 k's down the street to get the water to get some water." Yeah. You, you, you we don't have to walk 20 kilometers down the street to get the water. Oh, exactly. Right? Yeah. But we're going to get ourselves fucking completely down in the dumps and depressed about the fact that I and I, I'm using. This example, I'm not, saying this, I know exactly is, what I'm not saying this is Tom Boyd's problem, but he earns, if he's earning a million dollars a year and he's feeling down the dumps because he's not performing, yeah. not because he was molested as a child, I'm not saying he was, yeah. but if that was what it was for, that's completely different. But if he's just down the dumps and needs a couple of weeks off because the weight of expectation is too great because he earns a million dollars a year, mm. well, maybe you should just quit AFL. Or maybe, maybe just, again, and this is where it comes back to this, like, I know this is like minor stuff. I'm not depressed now. Mm-hmm. I, I was a form of depression when I had my my before I had my back surgery. Yep. I'm not going to get into that now. It doesn't. It's just not relevant. Sure. But um, I get stressed throughout the day. I let certain things really grind on me and get to me, mm-hmm. and I get to a point where, like, I will have. A, I have had anxiety and serious anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, that's some f- you know fearful sort of fear stuff I've had to work through and all that sort of thing. Yep. Handling difficult situations. But I go back to morning meditation yeah. and mindfulness, and when I say mindfulness, listing three things that I am grateful for. And if I talk about the, the the warmth of the sun on my face, my unborn child, and my beautiful family, mm. a lot of the other shit in life fails into insignificance. Of course, yeah, but I totally but agree. For but, some, but,
0: some people, though, Huey, for nabble, some for some, for, for some people, because to put in it, like, say, say uh, you are pretty successful, right? Like as, so, so, do you, your, do, you think, do you think you're good at your job? In your definition of it. Do you think you're good at your job? I think I'm good at my job, yeah. Yeah. So, if you're in the same job, say you're in the same job, you earn good money, you're in the same position, everybody's looking at you because you're in the managing director's position, but you're underperforming and everybody's been talking about you and you think that everybody's fucking pretty much hated you. There's pressure that's building and building and building and you've had it for seven years. Yeah. You don't feel like that's going to... That's even though you've you've got your family, you've got all these awesome things in your life, you've got everything that you've ever wanted. Yeah. But you don't think that that pressure can get too much because that's what Tom Boyd's going through. Like Tom Boyd, just because he's got you know he's got money and he's he's a good-looking guy and he's got this and that, that doesn't all those things don't really matter. If you, it's all about self-worth. Tom Boyd, if you going off what you're talking about, if this is what he's what he's going through, and it's because it's it's. Performance-related, you know. If it mm. is performance-related, then his he's got a self-worth problem because what he doesn't say, he doesn't he doesn't view himself in the way that he wants to view himself, which is successful, like he's doing a good job, so on and so forth. And that can be fucking de- just debilitating for anyone. That's wh- why, for example, mm. Soundgarden, fucking Chris Cornell or whatever, he, uh, yeah. Chris Cornell just Ooh, recently like one of the most successful fucking recording artists, one of the most loved, one of the most loved people, best. one of the most be loved cool. people uh, yeah. on the planet. By far, and he killed himself. Yeah, know? I like, mean, it's, can, I, I can I say something? St- yeah, what
2: I would say to you, because I agree with you as well. I feel, I feel, what I feel is that you can get depressed or you can get anxious about anything. Okay, and what I would say to you is that um, I agree what exactly what you're saying, but I would just word it a little bit differently. I wouldn't call it a slap in the face. I wouldn't say, hey. You know, you've got it all good, or this is that. You you can't be feeling anxious. You can't be feeling depressed because the fact of the matter is, they are feeling that way. I would say it is on them now as a responsibility to get themselves right so that they don't feel pressured. So, for Tom Boyd, for example, I love the fact that he came out and he said, "I'm suffering from depression," because this this awareness stuff makes um, Bill's grandfather's situation not happen again. Mm. Like people, so people don't feel so within themselves. To commit suicide because that's fucking terrible. Mm. Like that's not a good thing. Mm. And we, if if more people talk about it, the less that happens because mm. more p- people feel less isolated. Mm. What and I would say as well is that the, the thing that changed for me is when I finally hit rock bottom with everything, and I became to a certain degree suicidal. I never would I, I never would have done anything, but I had the thoughts a lot for about you know for for a bit of a while there. I when I hit that position, I took it upon myself to to have responsibility, and I was like, okay. I've, I've created this low for me. I need to get myself right. So it was a personal hit in the face. Mm. It was one of the hardest things I ever did, um, but it was the best thing I ever did because mm. it was like, it's now my job as a person who f- just loves myself that little bit much now to make myself better. So it's not – It's it should never be someone – it should never be you or, or him to go – Stop fucking hardening up. Stop being a pussy. Because mm. that's that's you can't you can't fix like that. It's a very no, fragile no, no. thing. I,
3: I understand that. But I, it, you, I, should, I, I was, you should I was using it. that word. I was using Sorry, that for, yeah, an, yeah. for, in, for in, an impact statement. Yes, 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 yes.
0: I think there's definitely people that you're that to your point that that are probably do need a oh know, yeah of course toughen up. You know, it's like not. So, but then there's but generally maybe, people maybe that have just, everything that just yeah. are really generally struggling. No, yeah. that's right. You know? and exactly. And look, can't put people in. You
3: can't put people in boxes. So it is important that anyone who's struggling just comes out and talks about it to someone so you can unpack it a bit and, and work out, oh, look, yeah, yeah exactly. okay, I didn't exactly. think of it that way. I, no, life is actually Maybe pretty, pretty good. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe I, should, go get Maybe the I should just eat a cup of concrete. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but to your point before, because you asked me a question about if I was underperforming and this, that and the other, people get the sack all the time because they underperform. Yeah. And that's a part of life. Yep. It's how you react. It's how you pick yourself up and dust yourself off. Yeah. But I think we're talking about two separate things, right? Yeah. We're talking about I'm down the dumps because I'm underperforming. I'm feeling the pressure. If you put me in that scenario down seven years down the track and that kind of pressure was on me, I'd need a release. I'd need a pressure release, and that is get me out of that hot seat as fast as I can because I can't breathe underneath that pressure but in that example for me that's not a depressive state so it's completely mm. well, it's, we, it's we a just different thing we don't know though we just we don't inside no, it no, no, that's where no, this no, whole no. conversation no doc for, you you you're not not oh, not I, not, not, oh, no, I hate, yeah, fact we're just... talking, we're using using like yeah, yeah, Tom yeah, yeah. Tom Boyd yeah, as a character. Yeah, exactly, you we could call yeah. him Jim Jones. It yeah, doesn't really matter. You were know talking about Jim
0: Jones is going on yeah. inside Fucking Jim! See
3: how like as we get later, I've started to swear more as well.
1: But I better get home to my to my wife.
3: But yeah, no, just saying like you were using me as an example. I'm trying to put myself in that example. Yeah. But I'm thinking of it more as not as in depression, stress, which could easily come, could easily come. Yeah,
0: that's from, how you would from handle that, it from yeah. that
3: situation. Well, it's easy for me to say now, but that's that's that, that situation. I can see how it could certainly lead. You know, I'm a failure. Yeah. I, all these expectations. My parents said that I should, I needed to be doing this, but I'm not. and mm. I failed, and I, I, I can totally get how that could become. A real problem yep. for, for people. Dude, please, I want to make this very very clear. <laughs> You're just playing
0: devil's yeah. advocate. I'm, I think I, I, think you I, I hates have. You hate people with depression. Let yeah, yeah. yeah. lately. <laughs> he was against my YouTube <laughs> channel. <laughs> yeah. The ironic no, we're thing gonna, about we're wrap.
2: I know to we're going to wrap this up,
3: but the ironic thing about what you just said was a couple <laughs> of years ago we a Hewison Private Wealth started the Hewison started a Hewison Foundation, and the objective uh, for for a period there was to support. Um, was to support uh, like child abuse and mental health. What are you laughing about?
1: Yeah. Well, well it's
3: of, just ironic that, that you are yeah. I've just been labelled as, a, yeah. I, I don't think mental illness exists. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I am a, I direct, a, I'm a director of a foundation <laughs> yeah. that supports mental illness. Yeah. So let's just be really clear uh, about that. Yeah. I just think it's a really interesting discussion.
2: Yeah, yeah no, I think... And, I think um, I, one of the things I love about um,
3: and I wear my room. heart on my sleeve. This is the thing that I I I, I, I tell that. I tell everyone everything. <laughs> yeah, so it's like yeah, I don't. I'm just someone that can't hold hold things up. Yeah, exactly.
2: Well, yeah, no, I think it's very important to. Um, be the devil's advocate in, in things like this. Yeah,
0: let's uh, let's go to six from six, Tommy. It's been <coughs> kick it a, off, mate. it's been a, all righty. I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go to six. kick it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we didn't think we were going to have anything to
2: talk
0: about. No, no, right, no, no. This has been one of the most I've loved it entertaining podcasts we've ever done. Yeah, I'm I've loved kidding? it. Yeah. Um, all right, Hughie. So, uh, mate, it's been a great show. Let's uh, <laughs> let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up with some six from six. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's uh, do it. Uh, all righty. So. My first question, mate, is uh, favourite travel destination anywhere on the planet that's your uh, absolute top of the pops? Yeah. Um, my, uh,
3: oh, I'll say my wife, my, my fiance at the time, and I, Joey. Last year, where's that? Hey, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, my fiance. <laughs> just trying just to get the my timeline has, right. Yeah. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, last uh, June, July, we went to South America, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that that blew my mind, blew all of my expectations. So you know, like. Uh, Argentina, mm. Peru, Colombia. I mean, I know you you, want, you wanted, oh, you said destination, so we'll, Mate, we'll call it. We'll call so it South America. Like. We, did, so we didn't even get like. to Brazil. Mm. But um, you know what I find? I, I was talking to someone. Like I was in. a t- shows might show my age, but the other day <laughs> I was chatting to this this uh, young young lady in a cafe. Um, Hang on, <laughs> uh, who served who served me coffee? Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and I overheard someone talking about um, Machu Picchu. And she was like, Oh, I've never heard of it. And I'm just like, seriously. Because <laughs> mm, if <laughs> out. you do Get that out of your you hike. do that hike and you stand up on the top, even though it's not even one of the highest points in you know, in that region, mm-hmm. two thousand four hundred metres I think. Mm-hmm. But you watch the sunrise come up over Machapica mm. and it's one of the most Touching, like mm. if you want to call it spiritual or whatever, but just touching moments you'll mm. ever experience. It's and epic. to think how they built that thing in, in, in like such a short space of time, like the whole Inca trial was built within a hundred years. Mm. yeah. And it's like, mm. so yeah, that would be, and Chile, we finished off in Chile, went snowboarding in Chile, Sick. like an hour from the airport, you are, you can be on the mountain and yeah. it's some
0: of the best skiing in the world. Mm. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Good answer. So my second uh, my second question is dream destination. So somewhere that you haven't been that's absolute top of the bucket list. Um Mentawis. Mentawis. You Surf never trip. been to Mentawis.
3: No, I've been to Smart yep. which is further north. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah Boat trip on the boat trip on the Mentau boat trip up in the mentor is yeah. on my absolute to do list. Mm. Yeah, i been with a baby chew uh, in October. I don't know yeah, what's <laughs> <laughs> going on, mate. Hey, yeah. uh,
2: hey, you want
0: to get there in the next uh, six weeks? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> hey, congratulations. Uh, have, have you done, done have, have you yeah. been there? Yeah, I've been in the men's. I, yeah. I stayed in the playgrounds area, mm. so can rifles, bang bang, all these kind of breaks follow. Um, I follow Candui on um, the resort. Candui Resort, that's where I stayed. On on Instagram. That's and where it's I just stayed. like it blows my mind. So so I was on a land based camp. Yeah because I, I just don't like being I get a little cabin feverish on a boat for that long. And so and it was a little bit cheaper to be on a land camp. So I stayed on a land camp and every day I woke up looking around, I'd go, What the fucking this is that good. It, oh, it's it's that it's, good. It's yeah. just and I, hard I to see explain. it on photos. But correct me if I'm wrong, is it
3: um is that is that left hander out the front? Is that their own, or or yeah. can boats
0: arrive? My, nah, th- it's no. not their own. no, nah, that nah. no one has like um, no one really owns. There's because there's all different land camps that that sit in front of all different breaks. Yep. Some of them are pretty pumping. Um, nah, I don't. From what I remember, I don't believe it's their own yeah, okay. break. You know,
3: I know there's some. There are some that. Or, or it's, like, maximum of, a, you know, like, a certain number. And yeah, they can, I think they
0: work together. The boats yeah. work together to a degree, you know. Yeah. And I think, like, you might get priority, like, if they've got a boat there and the max number is, like, 15 people mm. on Kandui, which is Kandui's, Kandui's, uh, Kandui's left. Mm. Kandui's left. And Kandui is that pumps. That's one of the best waves in the area. Yeah. Um, so I think they get, like, you know, they get preference, but it's, like, yeah. And I think the guys all communicate and work together and, and stuff. But I don't think anyone, like, mm. owns... Well maybe they do. I don't know enough yeah, about it. Anyway. But it's so sick, it's fucking great. Yeah. Um my third question, Huey, is um any book that you like to recommend to people can be any sort of book just something you've really enjoyed. Um
3: God, what have I read recently? Uh This better be I've good. Got a, I've, got a, I've, got a, I've got a mental. I've got a mental blank. <laughs> yeah. Did you not have this prepared? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <That's gold.
3: laughs> yeah, I just had a blank. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know what? Look, look. You would have. I'm sure you would have had other guests that have said this. Yeah. But the Bible, the four-hour work week, <laughs> yeah. which is which is as good as a Bible, by oh, the yeah. way. Totally. If you, it's one of the it's one of the greatest life hacks you'll ever 100%. read. It is a good one. And anyone that says that oh it doesn't apply to me. Um, is just being completely ignorant and narrow-minded. percent. Mm, uh, even you, to be able to take bits and pieces oh, out of yeah. it, like for example, um, like batching, yeah. like things that you have to do at different times, that come up throughout a day, like checking your emails. Yeah. Mm. For me, mm. um, living out of your inbox is the greatest inefficiency any every human being just about, unless you're working on the tools, uh, it, it would experience. Mm. And so to actually shut off something like your email and just go, you know what, I'm only going to check it twice a day for 15 yeah. minutes. Mm. So, you know, like batching as a concept. Um, yeah, it's a it's an amazing book. I've
0: got to read it again. Totally. totally. I've, I've read it twice. I've yeah. read, read and listened. I have three assistants in the Philippines and I never would have even contemplated that without reading the four-hour work. Yeah. Right. Mm. And you Absolutely. know how efficient and like – Financially, how valuable that is to adventure travel. Like, those guys get paid well, but we're able to get epic mm. work done through, through, like, you know, outsourcing your, uh, your mm. work to. And that was all, that all came up to me through the four hour work. The, week. Whole, um,
2: the whole, like, you're exactly right. Like, you, you take what you want from it, but I, I got the whole minimalism mm. concept from it and the whole sort of online work from it. I mean, my goal is to have a job completely online where I'm working in the Maldives. And I'm trying to like monetize the business online, but even just getting rid of all the shit and the clutter mm. in my room. Um, I mean, now I only own clothes, a book, uh, computer, a guitar, and, uh, and a couple of little things here and yeah. there. Like, it's just so much easier, you know?
3: Oh, mate. You know, it's so funny. I'm going down a pretty deep rabbit hole at the moment with, with, uh, with one on the way. Like, I yeah. got married last November and one on the way, and... And and I've got no problem with that at all. Of course, looking for can't, can't wait. But you you can fall into that, uh, that 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 danger of just like you just start to accumulate stuff yep. yeah. for the sake totally. of it. Yep. And I mean, I'm I'm literally. I mean, I don't know what, whether Joe, uh, my missus. I don't know whether she gets frustrated with me, but. Mm. Um, I'm forever like bagging up clothes. Yeah. Like if I haven't worn something for six months, I'm like, it's yeah. a pile. See that. Yeah. And it's a sacred hard mission. Sacred yeah, hard. Yeah, up shop, up yeah. Yeah, off. Straight yeah. off. And so you're like you're trying to you're doing a good thing as well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I just I, I can't stand clutter. Nah. And and but to your point, like yeah, I mean I, I, I think of someone and he's oh and and this is like totally like this is not a this is not a paid advertisement, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. but, but Dave Driscoll mm-hmm. and I I look at that guy. And I just like – I props to that guy. Yeah. I love him. You know, like he was in his mid-30s and he decided to basically get rid of all his crap mm. back in Texas mm. and start travelling the world. Yeah. And, yep, totally. and now he's – but I, I mean – I would say that he still a, what what he has got now in Bali with his gym and whatever was a, a manifest he, he manifested that like yeah. he wanted to do that yeah hundred you know,
0: percent good
3: looking guy really sociable yeah picks up a whole lot of traveling contacts around the world through his travels then he lands in like the hottest tourist destination in Southeast Asia and says hey I'm opening a gym yeah and I mean you, you you just have to follow that guy on social media to see how good his life is mm-hmm. and uh, and and he he designed it yeah not percent by chance
0: he legitimately. Because he lived with me two summers ago for about four or five, six months. Like, we don't talk that much anymore, but we were you know, near on best mates. He legitimately told me exactly 100% what he wanted to do with his life. Mm. What he, what he planned to build the dream for it. His dream was to have the premier training facility mm. in Bali. He wanted to have it at a Reebok sponsored gym. Mm. He wanted to get athletes from all over the world to come because it's such a sick facility, great place to train. It he is a great to, gym. He wants to do that. retreats out of there. And he's, and he's just started that too. Yeah, And he's just, so, and he's, he's, he's pretty a, much done it all. Now, as much so as he, he plays great.
3: the, I'm a vagabond, you know, like, blah, 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 He's an entrepreneur and he, totally. would, he, he would agree. He would obviously own up to that as well. Mm. Uh, And, uh, you know, like, you know, he didn't... It was very good business acumen to see that opportunity there at the time because for anyone that's been to Bali pre-Wonderlust, CrossFit Wonderlust or whatever it is, you had CrossFit S2S. Yeah, that's right. Which was an actual shithole Mm. (laughs) (laughs) on the side of a road. I turned up there one day and there was just a cleaner there (laughs) and all the stuff's out there. I'm like, oh, can I train? And it was... Ridiculous, it's not but on. yeah. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he read the Four Hour work yeah, week at some yeah. stage. Yeah,
0: for sure.
2: Tommy, you're up. Uh, so, Huey, what do you like to do when you have some
3: downtime? Go surfing. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't. I don't. I wish I had more downtime, but that's that's my choice at this at this point in time. Go surf. But yeah, go put the dog in the car. You know, even. Oh, it's a bit rough, mate. She's yeah. a lovely lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine.
2: <laughs>
1: and I wasn't quick <laughs> enough. I wasn't life. quick enough to correct yeah. it either. Yeah. 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 My, yeah. Daughter, my, my <laughs> lovely wife in the front seat, and no, my, my, my Hungarian <laughs> vizsla Henry
3: in the back. <laughs> That's and, right. um, no, but I mean, hanging out, you. hanging of out, Henry. out. In all <laughs> honesty, like. <laughs> I missed, I, missed he goes, I can't believe he calls her Henry.
0: <laughs> we love Joe. He, he's we a do. very,
3: very attractive dog. Yeah. If you she, she follow my us, social media, you'll dogs. see. You'll yeah, see. Right. Um, but mate, just these days, actually going out for a brekkie, mm. going out for a brekkie with Simple all you, things. with all you idiots from the gym. Yes. And uh, sitting down and reading the paper and that sort of thing. So I'm, in that at this point in time, it's pretty, pretty basic. Uh, what about someone you look up to? Someone that inspires you? Oh, without a doubt, my my old man. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had we've had just such a close relationship since the first time I could even remember, and he's a he's a devoted family man, mm. um, which is you know exactly what I want to be, and um, you know the way that he the way that he's built Hewis and Private Wealth. That's a thirty five year old dream that he had, mm. um, and and it you know in some ways it really defines who he is you know the, the 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 way that we set it up well he set it up and we've now carried it on at the highest standards ethical standards professionalism and you know we don't we don't make any decision in our business unless we can satisfy ourselves that it, it benefits our clients before anybody else mm. and he'll take that to his to his grave mm. so um and it was his yeah. birthday recently wasn't it yeah it turned 70. how'd you uh, how'd you celebrate uh, we had a really no the best family dinner at uh, Donovan's in St Kilda. Beautiful. That's his favorite restaurant. Um just six of us so just just close family. Mm-hmm. And um just enjoyed each other's company, drank a lot of red, had a lot of laughs and uh that's sort of that's all you need.
0: in mm. life, really. That's good. A lot of red and laughs. A lot of red, love, a lot of, red,
2: lot of
3: laughs. <laughs>,
2: laughs. You don't
0: have don't do much. Bloody good stuff. Yeah. 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 You don't a yeah. the <laughs> at least you about the red.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh and finally mate, um a question coming along if you can invite three people to dinner dead or alive who would they
3: be and why would they be there okay um
2: no so, notes no notes so
3: <laughs> I, oh I didn't want to forget who they were yeah, right. no, <laughs> <a> <laughs> um Arnold Schwarzenegger okay that's a good would one be, uh, would be the first one yep uh, a lot of people don't know this about him but he was a millionaire before he became a bodybuilder yeah um he he he! I think he ran a. It was like a, a concrete or a bricklaying business yeah. with his yep. mate Franco Colombo. Um, so I mean, I've I've heard him talk to ver- on various podcasts, and the guy is just you know like. It, 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 I could have put anyone. I could have put a number of people there, but that that quintessential successful high achiever. It, it mm. didn't happen through luck. He's mm, a yeah. he's a very very smart businessman. Totally, and I'm sure he's got like. Some kick-ass stories, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> as, 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 a, as a as a as a as the world's greatest bodybuilder, if you watch Pumping Iron, you'll see what oh. I mean. You know, like uh, you know, a move being a movie star. You know, being the governor. Mm. You know, um, um,
0: have you ever heard the story about? Um, it's a funny story about. I think it's like it's oh someone some rock star. I can't remember who. Like maybe it was like Gene Simmons' birthday party in like the nineteen seventies, <laughs> and it was right when um, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone, what happened? Sylvester Stallone just got the, the part for Rambo or something and he was in training, so he, was in, he went to bed early in the, um, in the back shed. He wanted to get away from the party and apparently um, Arnold kept just walking up to the door. Sylvester Stallone told the story, he kept walking up to the door and he would, um, he would just bang on the door and he'd yell out, Sylvester, it's time for your workout! And then, I just wouldn't, wouldn't fucking leave him alone. And... Uh, that's my story. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. My, my favourite line, my favourite line out of Pumping Iron, which I'm sure the same. Yeah. It, like, a lot of people would think I that is when, say. when he's asleep on the grass and yeah. there's the guys interviewing him and the guy, he's like half asleep and the guy's like, Arnold, you've, you've, you've been at the top for, for so long, like, You know, aren't you? Are you starting to get complacent? Yeah, yeah. being up there, and all the everyone around you is hungry. They're all coming up on the side of the mountain, and they're there to get you. And he goes, "Yeah, but when I want the food, it's there." (laughs) (laughs) That's sick.
2: I love this one where he's like. um so I don't know, I can't remember the question exactly but He goes but when I'm at the gym I'm coming like I'm coming oh. when I get home and I, and I and I come with my wife I'm coming again so all of the day I just come the time. You have no
3: idea that the defeat I'm having it's like coming 24/7 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like fuck that boy comes
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: So he's number 1. No, all right, no, here's no. number one. Um the second one is Elon Musk. Oh, that's one? another great no, Musk. One who Very good, uh, I'm on this dinner party. Yeah, he so But <laughs> he found a PayPal and um and I think he's obviously probably moved on from that now, but SpaceX. Yeah, so so um, well Tesla. True. Um, and so yeah, look the space stuff. Yeah, good luck to him. But mm-hmm. what he, what is yeah. looking to do from for the environment? Mm. Um, and he's going doing do it. I don't I don't want to I don't want to you know I don't want to get into too um, to too much of a discussion. Or we're too late for that now anyway. But <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of I, I listen to a podcast with. With um, Joe Rogan and Alex Jones, mm. goes for four hours. Yeah, not. You know, and they talk about things like well, i got a lot of it's political, um, like the the elite of the world, and, mm. and essentially that the elite of the world uh, they 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 rule the world, they control the world. Oh, we yeah. just don't know it. They pull all the strings. Yep. And um, the closed government. Yeah. And um and and there's a lot of talk. They they talk a lot about how, um, you know, as much as as, as much as uh you know the environmentalists and clean energy and electric cars and all that sort of stamp they sound really good and you know great great concept but mm. um essentially the 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 elite that rule the world uh whether it be oil oil magnates or you know whatever i mean they they will always control the outcome yep and and then you come bring that back around to someone like Elon Musk you know you could talk about oil tycoons and then you've got car manufacturers and this that and the other and then you, you bring it full circle around to Elon Musk who is you know absolutely killing it with with the, with Tesla the Tesla brand admittedly they're very expensive at the moment mm-hmm. but give it five years totally they will not they will not be he, he's starting to win that win that battle in yeah. some respects yeah. they're
0: the second most uh, they're the second most valued car company in the world behind uh, I forget who the number one is but they're the number one car Car dealer, car car company in the world. Sorry, Mm. is I can't remember who it is. Mm. Uh, You could rat off a name. I'd be, I'd say yes or no probably. But um, I I valued it like forty-seven billion dollars or something. Tesla's now valued at forty-five billion dollars. Tesla, Tesla within a year will be the number one, the 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 richest car company in the world, and only growing in leaps and and bands. And the
3: business model itself, we have a new model coming up. You know, we have the 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 Model S coming up, or whatever it might be. The one they released it not long ago, mm-hmm. and there's a low cost version on that too. Yeah. So it's much more affordable. Um, they took deposits on that like m- several years ago, fifteen hundred dollar deposits on those cars. Half a million people took them up. Yeah. Paid Elon Musk their fifteen hundred bucks, and they didn't. They, he hadn't even produced a car yet. Yeah. yeah. So he just. There, there, there's your cash flow. Totally. Yeah. And, but but also now the Tesla. There was there's obviously Tesla batteries, but also what I'm pretty excited about is the the Tesla um, roof tiles.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's which,
0: sick, aren't which they? Which
3: apparently like a. a, a, a much stronger and got a can, lifetime warranty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and can oh, they yeah, they fired they fired bullets at them. And, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but
3: but what, are, what are they? I don't know. Well, they're, they're they're like solar panels. Okay, but they're roof tiles. They look like tiles. You put
0: them. You put them on your, have, roof. Spanish, look, that's have, your roof. They have Spanish tiles. They have slate tiles. They have anything. <laughs> yeah. It looks, yeah. looks, looks so exact same. Lifetime warranty. Well. Yeah, you know,
3: like this this guy. So I mean, why do I why would I love to talk to him? I mean, I mean the other thing he's got he's got a boring company. Yeah. Right? So he's boring. Huge tunnels underneath yes. Los Angeles. Yes, that you're going to be able to. You see his
0: post the other day. in, a ca, in, in the car down there? Yeah. In the in the
3: in the tunnels. It's, so the, yeah. the, the 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 mind of this guy. He's a Steve Jobs of our generation, yeah. and I just oh. love to know where what his what his plans are for yeah. all of us for the future. So you know, um, my
2: you mate know, and I actually uh, did a tour of SpaceX in Silicon Valley. I yeah. slept through it. Uh, Bill slept through it. Yeah, he'd had a Shame big night before. I yeah. <laughs> <He'd had a, laughs> hooked it up and then slept through it. <laughs> he, and he certainly hooked it up the night before. <laughs> yeah, a couple of uh, a couple of sessions. <laughs> um, we uh, we did a tour of it and we, we saw like where his desk is. We saw like where he sits and, and all this sort of stuff. And so like just entering the mind of Elon Musk yeah. can be fascinating. Like you said, sometimes he just sits under his desks desks and like looks up at the top of the desk for like hours. Like people that are working there just see him doing this for like yeah. hours, and I mean, he's just a
0: old weirdo, but just obsessed, you know? I just finished his book here. Have you read his book? No, not it's yet. It's Fucking great. It's really good. It. Yeah, it's, it's one of the best. It had been on my shelf for ages, and then one of my mates, Drew, who's read everything, we were talking about it, and he goes, oh, mate, it's one of my top five. I said, your top five? He's read everything. Yeah, yeah. Said, your top five? He goes, yeah, my wow. top five. So I read it straight away. It's fucking outstanding. Mm-hmm. I gave it to a chick in here today. Actually, I brought it in. Um, but you know with the... Um, With the SpaceX. He's been a very long season six. He's (laughs) He's totally... He's totally... So you know how he's re... um, Basically, he's totally reinvigorated the automotive industry. Yes. He's done the same thing with the space industry. Oh, yeah. So they build everything that – everything that they build, they built from scratch. He's like, okay, all that shit that NASA's doing, that technology is 40 years old. He goes – and NASA used to get everything made all over the world, put it all Mm. together. Elon Musk was like, fuck that. We're making it here in America, in-house, and they brought – He makes his own carbon fiber. They they brought the cost (laughs) of of a fucking – of a space shuttle down Mm. by – not only did they bring it down by like fucking – 1000%. Now they're also reusable obviously. Mm. So that mm. makes it that's a it's a fucking yeah. 50,000% investment. Yeah. yeah. And so he his contracts are all for like government contracts mm. now. So they I was reading an article the other day about um whether it'll be Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk to be the world's first trillionaire because they'll both get there yeah. unless of course something radical happens with SpaceX or Tesla. Which is a thousand, a thousand billion, isn't it? 1000 billion yeah. 1000 billion. Dollars. Um Bezos will <laughs> probably get there first but yeah like he's revolutionized space mm. auto, the automotive industry mm. solar he is now, and mm. transport is, is mm. looking at as well with the hyperloop it's fucking crazy yeah what do you, i, so I 'd
2: love to just speak to him like I mean I want to get to this fucking dinner table as well i 'd love to just speak to him and be like mate, what goes on your mind like twenty four seven like the the, 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 the most nerd. yeah the most motivated, determined people in the world do still enjoy a little bit of downtime here and there. Like, oh, I like
0: to go surfing, or I like to just have a beer every now and then. Mm. He must just be always on. He must have fucking bipolar. They they say he doesn't have downtime. Like, his downtime, his whole purpose is... Saving the planet, saving the human race. Yeah. from from yeah. from obliteration. That's yeah. the whole Mars thing. Is he wants like he set up SpaceX to do all these government contracts, reusable rockets and stuff, so he can set up a colony on Mars. Mm. That's the only reason he wanted to do it. Yeah. So he did, but he needs the money. So he's like, okay, here's what I need. Here's the problem I want to fix. This is what we need to do. We need a fucking lot of money to do that. Yeah. So how am I going to build a business that's going to provide the money that I, that we're going to, you know, set up? So that's why homes. he's doing Tesla and the Boring Company and PayPal. No, no, and, Tesla's oh, Tesla's well, just building Tesla, Tesla, on from. No, no, Tesla's for like um re, re- reusable, reusable energy, energy. Yeah, 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 with no. solar. Solar City now owned by Tesla, so yeah. the roof tiles and stuff, all that stuff is all under the Tesla banner, which is cool. You know, yeah. like Tesla's now like a, a straight renewable energy totally. company. But then yeah, the Boring Company, and he's just invested in. Um, AI, um, oh, yeah, augmented yeah, yeah. intelligence, yeah. Fuck uh, which is another f- that that'll it'll be very interesting to see what mm. comes from that. <laughs> uh,
3: j- just just quickly, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, you mentioned Jeff Bezos before. Mm-hmm. I, was, um,
3: I was I was I I'm, I'm, I'm company company name dropping now. You talk about <laughs> Silicon Valley. I was I was happened to be there earlier this year, and and we the tour that I was on went to NASA. Yep. and we we're talking to them, and they actually said that uh, that. Uh, They've got their own story as it relates to SpaceX, but the point that they made about Jeff Bezos is is that um, Amazon is nothing more than a, than an than an avenue to get him to space. Yeah. When he was a kid, he actually said, or just before he created Amazon, he said, I wanna create, I wanna create a company that mm. makes me enough money that allows me to get to space. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he already had it all mapped out. Yeah. Just that's just his facilitator. Yeah. Amazon's just, just his facilitator <laughs> to, to get him there. So anyway, that's but so sick, um, isn't it? The third person, um, I'll sound like a, I'll I'll go back to my my uh, my uh, investing roots here and, and sound like a nerd, but um, Warren, I'd have Warren, I'd okay. want to have a have a session with Warren Buffett, have a session, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he, well, you said dead or alive? He's still alive at the moment. Yeah. He's, he's a bit ancient. Not but, after this dinner, <laughs> um, but I mean, he's you know no, even if you got insights off him, I and mean, he's re- he's written books and whatever, but I mean. There's not exact, There's no formula to what he does. Mm. It's uh, he just knows what to look for. He's he's like Rain Man. He's mm. got a he's, he's got a form of I will not say autism, but he's he's like, Ra- he like Rain Man. He's
0: like a su- savant. He's a yeah. savant. Yeah.
3: He, he, well, his his ability and he spends six hours at least six hours of his day every day reading company reports. So oh wow! You got to have a feel. <laughs> Good luck to him. Yeah. Oh. Uh, can't 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 Siri just give it to me, but. <laughs> But you know, he he got he literally built his 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 company Berkshire Hathaway from donuts. Yeah, he 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 wasn't he didn't come from a rich background. Mm. He's 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 the richest man in the world. Yeah. So um, yeah. So so, I mean, I'd love to take some of his secrets back to uh to uh, Hewson Private Wealth. Private Wealth, very good. What's his net worth, Huey? It's it's around about sixty five billion. It's a lot of fucking money. He he him and Bill Gates, they they kind of drift. They compete depending on stock price, and Jeff Bezos, and Bezos now. now mm. Bezos
0: was the was the he, he was one. the
3: richest man for like a day, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then his stock price fell. Yeah. So, um,
0: yeah.
2: well, Huey, where can uh, people find you? And anything you want to plug right now, mate? I know something you should plug. <laughs>
1: get around it, mate. <laughs> oh, get around
3: it. No, mate, that's, that's just.
1: <laughs> well, we I'm an ma- amateur tickets. at the moment.
3: No, oh, look, I don't. I don't. I, I'm not pushing any barrow at the moment. But I mean, my my social media. It's just Andrew Hewison, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. Yep. What you're talking about is my vlog, my, my YouTube your pornhub subscription. Actually, oh, well, that's uh, too, fantastic! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my uh, my YouTube channel, which yes. is also Andrew Hewison. Lucky that's just not a common name. I've <laughs> <Yeah, you've laughs> got, yeah, got, yeah. got it all sewn up. John can't get
0: Bill Coo anyway. But, um, yeah.
3: Muhammad. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> playing around with uh, some of those vlogs. So if you if you if you care to go and have a look, they're good. I do like them. I like your most recent one
2: actually, with your old man. That's how I knew I had had seventies his seventieth birthday. Yeah, so. yeah. good.
0: Oh, that's uh, that's been good fun. Cool. Thanks, boys. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Mm. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And uh, that's a wrap. Alrighty. Thanks for listening, guys. If you're a first-time listener, please subscribe. If you're a multi-time listener, please uh, also subscribe. And also, leave us a rating and review. Uh, Don't forget to also check out the show notes if there's anything that you want from this show. And also, head to www.adventuretravel.com forward slash radio for the show notes and head to quashcreative.com. use the code radio with the guys get a free SEO report or ex- existing um, brand report head to audibletrial.com forward slash radio for 30 days and a free audiobook with Audible and head to adventuretravel.com and use the code word radio for 10% off any and all trips see you next week